0: It said it's recording.
1: Yeah, it's
0: recording. <laughs> it says it. It says it, so it shall be. Welcome to the storm of the Nimrod Generation podcast, where space is the final frontier. Then the beer run the corner store is the first stop there. Proudly, recording from the planet of Houston. Yep. I myself, Leo, always accompanied by that boy, Vincent, and. Yeah.
2: Special
0: guest, Jimmy. Join, join, again, yes. Special guest, Jimmy. It's like, I'm talking to you guys, and then I'm, like, pointing up, like, I'm pretty sure you're looking at me going, like, what are you pointing at there, guys? (laughs) But you're right here on my screen, so that's (laughs) you, Jimmy. (laughs) Yo, yo. Season finale. One year doing this podcast. Wow. What a ride.
2: It's been a year.
0: Yep. Jimmy, you've been with us on a couple of those trips.
2: Yeah, I've been in and out. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: went into space.
2: Just keep it simple.
0: Went into space, uh, took a trip with, in the TARDIS. Yep. Uh, detoured to Gotham.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: That was wild. Damn. <laughs> and hung out in Gotham for a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Random Star Wars talk. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> that was actually pretty cool. I actually enjoyed that. So. Yeah, it was great.
0: We would like to end on a really high note besides the topic on hand. It is a one the only Mr. Vincent's birthday. So happy birthday, V. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Making this finale yo birthday bash.
1: Hooray.
2: He's so <laughs> excited. He, he he just has that charisma, you know? He has that finale I get like I've lived I've lived long enough. Or I've lived <laughs> yeah well it's it's also a
1: thing about with my birthdays you know it's just not it's just a deal but yeah this is great this is awesome let's do this
0: all right the topic on hand i think you froze Um, i did freeze but i was just
2: gonna let it ride my bad usually (laughs) this thing like like fixes itself eventually (laughs) Because at first I was like, wow, he's really chugging that fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I said it one motion and like not moving at all. Like that's, that's, I, I'm chugging at a precise rate of, of, how many ounces would I be chugging at this moment to keep it still at this level of the picture?
2: <laughs> Pretty decent amount. Pretty decent
0: there, amount. There we go. There we go. Uh, we are talking about, you know what? Alright, now we're back due to uh, a malfunctioning uh, screen. <laughs> Even though you guys saw Jack, shit. But, oh, anybody <laughs> sipping on anything? Anybody uh, enjoying life? Taking in fresh breath of air?
1: <laughs> oh, I just finished the Shiner. I got water.
0: Yeah, water? I got, I actually got the uh, Endigator. Uh, Double yeah. bock.
2: I just got this bong.
0: That's the bone. That'll do. Yeah, that'll do. All right. So we've all gone to the corner store. I guess uh, Jimmy decided to hit the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We are talking. Knowing how our episodes go, I just want to say we're going to talk Superman. <laughs> but we are going to try keyword on the try to uh talk about the is it is it a cult movie is it like iconic because this is the first time i watched it but i know a lot of people really like especially a lot of superman fans really like got behind this one
2: i think it's a superman well i, I don't want to say a superman fan film it's more of like um it's for people who love movies i guess i a, a, a cinema I guess we'll we'll love this because it's like a, it's a different take because it's the original director Richard Donner's um, vision. It's kind of nice to see a, a, a director's vision fully displayed. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's what what it is. I think if you're a cinephile, you may actually love this movie, or you may actually like it a lot, or or at least enjoy the fact that it, that it exists. Like, to link it back, kind of like the Zack Snyder Justice League.
0: Yeah, th- th- this was the Snyder Cut before there was a Snyder Cut.
2: Yeah, basically the Donner Cut. Yeah. So everyone who's, like, a
1: completionist and wants to see the director's original vision of a movie, then this is the film for you.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, out of all things, though, it, it's actually cool to see, like, nowad- like nowadays I get kind of annoyed. Like, especially, like, horror movies always had, like, the director's unrated cut or whatever. Yeah, and then it's like only like 15 seconds of extra footage or like a minute or two extra footage. And it's like footage that just, like just passes in a blink.
2: Well, the like, thing about that is a lot of times um, it's not actually the director's cut. It's like, sometimes it's the director's cut, but sometimes it's like the studio just added additional footage that they cut out and then the director's cut.
0: Yeah, it's like, come on, let's be honest, uh, two just minutes. The- <laughs> It's yeah, like the, in, in the in the theater, like say, like bringing up the horror movies, like in the theater run, you get like the killer with the chainsaw comes out, cuts the dude on the side, but it just showed in the background. In the, the real cut, you just see him like knob off the ear. <laughs> like yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the, you really just cut that off the theaters. Like.
2: It, it varies too from movie to movie as well. Like, for example, if you look at um, Blade Runner, for example. That's the, another one I haven't seen oh wow i guess we gotta watch blade runner and then we gotta watch blade runner 2049 but that's another day uh, mm-hmm. but to bring it up uh blade runner the original mm-hmm. one had the voiceover or the narration on it and they shot it a certain way and they add the narration later and they cut the film to fit the narration so it took off took out a lot of the um aesthetic of it mm-hmm. And they did the they did like a director's cut. Well, they did a bunch of cuts of it. I think it's five cuts of Blade Runner. Yeah. But um, they, they did a director's cut eventually, which is like the studio redoing it, and then they eventually had the final cut, which is like the official, um, Ridley Scott movie. Same thing with Apocalypse Now. They had like different cuts of that. Then they finally had the f- official director's cut. Sometimes you don't need a director's cut. Like the two thousand and four, I think it's two thousand and four Punisher with Tom Jane is an extended director's cut that adds nothing to the movie. Mm. So, you know, but I think with this particular film, uh, because of the, the stuff behind it, how it was filmed, it was supposed to be one big shoot. They shot two movies together and Richard Donner left in the middle of like the second film and they brought in new directors to finish it. Um, seeing his version of it, with his footage put back in, because I think Gene Hackman didn't want to refilm what well, you guys. I'm pretty sure you, know, you guys understand like the why they have to refilm stuff that's already filmed for like credits and stuff like that to give credit to the, the new directors and stuff. Uh, Gene Hackman didn't want to reshoot some of his his scenes he had already done, but they needed that for it for the new directors to get the credit for it. So this is like some of his footage put back in his original footage and a lot of stuff like that. Same so thing with the standard cut. Basically the same situation. Yeah, and
1: I know Marlon Brando refused to redo the scenes. That's why he got put uh, or got replaced. Yeah. The original version of it.
2: Mm. Oh, speaking of that, have you seen the director's cut of the original Superman? There's a director's uh, cut? Yeah, it's a little longer. Uh, we don't necessarily have to go out to see it, but... It a little, I think it has a little bit more Martin Brando in it. And you just said for a completionist, you gotta go watch it. Well <laughs> I mean it doesn't change the movie that much. Whereas I mean if you're comparing Superman Superman the the movie versus versus Superman two, um, Superman two is more of a different film versus like Superman the movie the director's cut.
3: Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. There's a
1: a bigger difference in this one. Yeah. And the original version. The Snyder cut and the original version. Or I mean the Snyder Cut. The Donner cut and the original version than yeah. the Superman didn't, movie.
2: Didn't they use some of Martin Brando's cut footage from the the sheet for Superman one and two and Superman Returns, For I remember? Because Superman Returns is supposed to be a direct sequel to like uh, Superman two, I think.
0: Oh, were they doing the whole Halloween thing where they just scrapped 3 and 4 never happened?
2: Yeah, um Superman is basically um Superman fucks off into space to go look for his um planet. Like little remains of his planet.
0: Well, yeah, I, I know that, but You're
2: like five the, years the years. whole
0: okay. concept like, you know, like yeah. Halloween just said fuck uh 3 through through what, what was it? 3 to 6. Yeah. And then fuck the eighth film, and then H two O had its own little thing, and then you went yeah. all the way to was it Halloween Resurrection, and then they said fuck that, and then they're like okay, let's just go back to uh, let's do Halloween twenty
2: eighteen, and yeah, we're gonna pretend like the Rob Zombie movies happened.
0: Those are those are reboots technically, so yeah. at least the other so, ones are trying to keep up a story within the actual continuity of what was supposed to be, yeah, like. Let's just blame Doctor Stranger, right? That's that's just. Or happened. like
1: another example, like the X Men films, how they do Days of Future Past, and it kind of it cuts back to X Two. Yeah. At the end of X Two, so the whole X Three and all that didn't happen.
2: Wasn't that a mess? Like the the X Men movies, the continuity was pretty messed up.
0: Yeah. Uh, honestly, I thought Days of Future Past was gonna fix that. I thought so, but then they came out with Apocalypse, and I'm like, God damn it. Like yeah, yeah, with that
1: one.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's like it, it felt like they, it felt like they were doing good, and it's you know blah.
2: off subject, but it still touches on Superman. Brian Singer is a bad director, and I'm tired of people saying he's a good director and pretending like he is. He's a terrible director. He made okay X Men movies, and he made uh, an okay Superman movie. Returns? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah Superman Returns. I think uh, X Men First Class is better than Days of Future Pass.
3: I'll dial that hill. That's cool. I haven't seen First Class. <laughs> oh, you should totally check it out.
0: Wait, have you seen Days of Future Pass? Yeah. Okay. Wait, I, I haven't seen
1: First Class, but I saw Days of Future Pass because, you
0: know, it's. I
1: read that it cut off X3 so I was like well I want to see it I want to see what they do and and all this other stuff and I heard that the Quicksilver scenes were really good and I did like them but I didn't watch First Class or Apocalypse and I hadn't really seen any Superman films that didn't have Christopher Reeve in them
2: yeah well Superman Returns it didn't have Christopher Reeve but it was supposed to be Christopher Reeve's Superman and uh, it, it works like I remember going to theaters to see it I went with my dad because I grew up loving Superman. That was my thing um, from the movies. You still got the tat? Yeah, still got the tat. Like on this arm, which you can't see, but it's whatever. But basically, um, like I love Superman growing up. And I remember watching it with my parents and stuff. I remember taking my dad to see Superman Returns and just being like, as an adult man, just in love with the movie because it brought me, it's so much nostalgia. And then when I brought it home, I watched it again, I was like, this is pretty slow. <laughs> Superman kind of like mops around a lot. I was yeah. just glad it was there. And uh, to be honest, I think I think Man of Still is a better movie than uh, than Superman Returns. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that in David. I talk about that.
0: Yeah, I actually got in trouble at school because of Superman Returns.
2: What
0: yeah, the teacher put it up on the wall, like on the hologram, whatever that thing was, a projector or whatever. She's then she's all like she's like, "What's the first thing that comes to mind whenever you you know see this image?" And it was a it was a picture of Superman Returns. Yeah. And everybody's like heroic, uh, legendary, and I'm like a complete waste of time. Yeah. And she looks at me. She's like, "Get out of my class!" I'm like, "What? The movie sucked.
2: Like, I wanted my money back." I I, I personally don't think it sucks, but I feel like we really look at it in hindsight. We should move forward. Just Set it backwards for Superman
0: Yeah, no, my thing was I was never that huge on Superman Like, my mom loves Superman But my dad was the Batman guy I was Went over to the Batman side Uh, Like, I don't know what it was I just thought, like Even as a kid, like, he's too OP But I never read the books till I was an adult And then I figured, oh He's OP, but the man suffers a lot So
3: Yeah
1: Yeah, and I I grew up watching a lot of Superman cartoons, like the older cartoons. Hmm. You mean Uh, um, the serializations, like from the 40s and stuff? Okay. because they would put them on TV. And I really, really liked Superman when I was younger. And then I started liking a lot of the other heroes, and I never lost respect for Superman. It was just like, kind of like, that one story they put out, I forget the name of the comic or the number of the comic, but it was where they what's so great about truth love and or what's so funny about truth justice in the American way.
2: Yeah, where he fights the
1: elite. Yeah, where he fights the elite. So, I mean, it's kind of like that. You move on, but then he comes back and proves that, you know, you don't have to do things a certain way and you don't have to be rim dark or anything like that. You can just be out there trying to show the best part of everybody and
2: stick with that. I just tickled myself. I thought about when I said we fight the, the elite, I thought about fighting the Young Bucks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Super kick party to Superman. <laughs>
2: Wipe the floor with the Young Bucks.
0: Oh, come on. Hey, the Young Bucks, I need some kryptonite on them boots. It's over, bro. There you go. Super kicked right in the face.
2: You think Superman can kick out of the one wing angel? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good question.
1: I don't know. He would have to have his partners, so it would be the Trinity against the Young Bucks okay. and Omega. <laughs> you no, know, Batman ain't going down like that.
2: No, Batman's not going down like that. I think Batman's turning <laughs> heels so fast on him. He'll pull his, his on him so fast. <laughs> oh, man. Where did this conversation come up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I actually wanted to touch on this subject, uh, Vincent. I know you're the one who picked this film. Any reason why, in particular, you picked this film? Well,
1: honestly, it was uh, I was watching a streamer on Twitch, and then they were just playing different songs, and then the soundtracks came up, and I started talking about play. I started, you know, trying to troll chat, just saying, just play batman soundtrack 1989 not batman forever batman you know no, of those do the batman 89 original soundtrack not the not the score i don't want to hear bat dance play the soundtrack yeah <laughs> or the score not the soundtrack whatever and then later on i was like yeah i just play it myself so i played it and then the superman theme came up from the first film and I started getting all emotional thinking about when I was a little kid watching Superman. I'm like, fuck this. I want to do this for my... That's when I decided what movie I wanted to do for my birthday
3: bash thing.
2: Mm. And here
3: we are.
2: <laughs> we should probably actually talk about the movie. We talked about everything else but the movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Now, let's be honest. Uh, I'm pretty sure Vincent's the only one who has the highest record recollection of both films because I haven't watched the second one I didn't watch the second one a lot growing up but I I did I did watch it and then the last time I watched the second film was probably about almost, almost 10 years ago before watching this one so definitely I've never seen the director's cut till this time I've mm-hmm. not seen the movie in 10 years so a lot of this stuff felt fresh but a lot of it felt like deja vu
4: yeah, yeah.
0: and like some of it felt like uh Like, I was second-guessing myself, like, wait, is that really what happened? No, that's not how, like, how the movie starts or things like that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but you're going into it all wrong. Yeah, I've seen the original Superman 2 a lot of times. But when I went into this, I kind of did that at first. I was like, wait a minute, this isn't how it started. But then I was like, wait, 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 that doesn't matter this is not that movie. This is this movie. And this is the version of the movie that was supposed to come out, or that should have come out, instead of flying to Paris and fighting mimes in the Eiffel Tower or whatever the hell.
2: Yeah. Uh, they got com- they got comedic directors to take over. It was just such a massive shift in tone.
0: Yeah. Wait, are we talking about Lex? Because Lex himself, this movie was like the greatest comedy humor in this whole film. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 like, me especially like growing up you would see like the lex from like the animated series and he's so serious so like menacing and then you go back and watch these films and you think like he's such a smart ass like it's it's, yeah that's how gene
1: hackman played lex Luthor. he's knows he's the smartest guy around and he wants to lord it over everybody by making fun of him but you know it, it adds comedy to things
2: yeah, like he was all into real real estate, basically. Yeah, I feel like even though, like you know, in the comic books he has a he has more ambition to do bigger things. I feel like in this world, it, it makes sense that he would just want more land and more money.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, just weird to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. more
1: materialistic and be yeah that way.
0: <laughs> no, but then again, like I really think about it too, like. You watch, I watched this film, and like the way it starts off with like flashbacks. And as Vincent was naming, like telling, um, the original one started in Paris, and that's why I asked you, we're leaving work today. I'm like, hey, did the original start in Paris, or was I just like, or am I thinking of the wrong Superman movie? No, this is
1: not a Mandela effect,
0: (laughs) yeah, uh, like, first.
1: Original sequel to be starting in Paris and Lois ran into a bunch of terrorists on the Eiffel Tower and the Superman just like ripped ass from New York to Paris Metropolis. Well, Metropolis. Yeah, sorry to Paris to go get her.
2: I don't even remember that. Uh, I haven't seen the original one and since like I was a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: like the, the original version of I watched Superman the movie and the, Superman the movie the director's cut. A few years ago,
0: but you watched those more times than you watched the original too.
2: The original part two, and, and I think i watched the Richard Donner cut when it first came out, straight to Blu-ray and DVD. I yeah. bought it a week, watched it a couple of times, showed a couple of friends. I just never touched it after that. I don't know why, but you know, it just happened.
1: Yeah, no, but I, I mean, I was younger when I first saw it, of course, and then I think I saw it in a dollar theater. I used to see a lot of films in a the dollar theater. But I, I distinctly remember the big blue and red streak as he's trying to head out to Paris because for some reason he just knew Lois was in trouble.
2: Could hear her all the way over there. Yeah. Uh,
0: wasn't it wasn't it shown on TV or something?
2: That's what I think I remembered. It was shown on TV multiple times. Like they love showing Superman two and Superman three for some reason. No,
0: I mean like in the movie, like they were wa- like yeah, they were at the planet. The, the airport. And she was reporting something from Paris, and then, like, terrorist thing happened, and he just flew into action, you know, breaking all sound barriers. And ho- luckily for us, he didn't turn the world. He didn't reverse
2: time this time, you know? This time. This time. That's, that's kind of the only thing. I, just skip it to the end. It's kind of the only thing I didn't like about the Richard cut. is that uh, he did that again. It kind of makes me feel like he can't fuck up. <laughs> <'cause he>
3: just... <laughs> well,
1: kind of, but it was also that's how the second movie was supposed to end from the beginning. Yeah. And then they use it for the first one. So,
2: oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. okay. Okay, I mean, okay, that, OK, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that true. That, that that makes sense. Um, so it, it was supposed to end like that. But since we in hindsight, since we got both of them doing that, it does feel like you can't fuck yeah. up. And do it again.
1: It does. But I, I kind of like it better than the original ending to the movie.
2: We throw I the just, big S. <laughs> <laughs> that does uh, not- well,
1: yeah, to trap <laughs> them all and stuff, and then he's uh got the super kiss that he gives Lois, and all of a sudden she can't remember shit.
2: Yeah, that's that's like he's his his um kisses are like what um forgot the name of the drug, but you know I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Pretty much, <he's-> <laughs> <laughs> what? What is going on again? I'm lost. Which results in uh, Superman returns with Lois having his baby without knowing it's his baby hey are we gonna have a mall rat conversation here
0: like <laughs> lois lane could not have superman's baby he would need like was it a kryptonite condom like is that what they were saying he's like he would need a kryptonite condom and then the other guys are like no he couldn't have a kryptonite condom because then he wouldn't be able to
2: live what's yeah. worse than that is kevin Smith's stand-up we, he brought this story up he was like if superman returns in superman 3 basically uh-huh. And she had his baby while he was gone doing whatever the Fucking space. And she realizes that's her that's her that's his baby, because the kid has his powers. Then she's gonna be like, What if you have sex with her, Because that's kind of weird. It's Maybe. also he stalked there the whole movie. Maybe in Krypton
0: that's how they have kids? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. That that reminds
1: me of a horrible joke, but I'm not saying that right now.
2: Yeah,
1: just I mean, over of <laughs> Anyway, I do like the the Donner cut movie opening with the the trial and then Marlon Brando there. Instead of, I mean, you wouldn't know, but it was supposed to be Marlon Brando doing the trial in the original version. It was some lady that is just you know not not to even explained who she is that I can remember. Yeah, but it makes more like sense. A councilwoman. It makes more sense that jor doing it because then now Zod has a reason to hate kal
0: Yeah. Well, isn't that like how it always went down? Like even like yeah. Man of Steel does that too. Like jor that's the reason why he he has like the beef and everything. Like if you yeah. watch the anime series, it's kind of every story that I've known or read, or they always go back to that it was jor-el jor the reason why we got vanished to the phantom zone so jor-el's the reason why we were off earth or off krypton you know it's it always goes back to blaming him
2: even with smallville they kind of did that when his showed up um i want to bring this up this is about men and Still again, even though we just jumping off the subject i do like the fact that um but we did talk about the movie <laughs> i do like the fact that in men of still they did the same thing but they did it in a way that made a lot of sense where um it was understandable. How um, how Krypton are, as Monty um, Brando calls it, Krypton. <laughs> 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 On Krypton, uh, basically everyone has their roles that they're assigned because they're like kind of somewhat, not manufactured, but the way they, you know, science. Because
0: they're manufactured. <laughs> yeah, science. <laughs> they're all
2: good. clone babies. So they're already pre- predetermined their their destinies and goals and what they're going to be. So Zod is a soldier. And he knows nothing but being a soldier. So he tries to handle stuff like, you know, like a soldier would. And basically the fallout with him and Jerome, and the fact that Clark was born naturally, so he doesn't have any of those roles. And that plays into it where Clark has free will and Zod is determined to do only one thing he was programmed to do. And I think that's pretty interesting. With the connection to his dad, too, his
3: dad was programmed to be a scientist. That's what he does.
0: Well, you think there's gonna be a revolution in the ant world? Usually that's what's up with the ants too. Yeah. Ant revolutions all over <laughs> the world. Yeah, you go hey. ahead and get on that. Neil, <laughs> Neil to the ants. Speaking of which, people should do a drinking game while watching Superman 2. Every time General Saad says, Neil before Sod, take a shot. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if we could actually make it through the damn movie. Hell, <laughs> chug a chug a beer. Actually, sip a beer. I'm pretty sure you'll be drunk anyways.
1: I mean, he says it. It's, it's not that
0: bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he says it a lot. Like, I w- like even my wife's like, how many times is he gonna say this? Then I started trying to be- try to count on like, damn. This fool says he says it every f- every other fucking sentence he says. Every other damn. line he
2: says it. Well, that's what you gotta do. You gotta kneel before Zod. Yeah, you gotta let you know. You gotta let him know. You know, they didn't have um, social media back then, so you gotta get yeah, one. Tweet that. it out
1: and have it retweeted across
2: the universe. Zod, Zod, twenty twenty two could have totally like well on Twitter and tweeted out Neil before Zod and, and went viral. Had it everywhere. It probably would have became memes and stuff.
0: Okay, the <laughs> next the next presidential election, let's just have one of those candidates do it.
2: Yeah.
0: Neil before whoever it
2: is. Because of Superman 2, I started saying every day we stray further away from Zod. <laughs> okay. That's my little thing I say sometimes. Thanks.
0: Well, what I was actually starting to say was like, it. it I'm not to diss the movie, but this movie does feel like a product of its time. It does. Because it's one of those things where like, and it's not a bad thing because you watch this film and you feel like you are getting an era of Superman like it does have like how he threw the nuke into space and it blew up and it set them free yeah. or whatnot. and then like they get their powers real quick it almost felt like you're watching an episode of a TV like a cartoon TV show or something Where like okay we got to do this quick because we need to actually start the story yeah so it does that all, all that was missing was like a narration <laughs> if, if you're if, like Oh, I'll go
2: Sorry.
0: I was gonna say like in deep in outer space, roaming <laughs> through this roaming through space, a trio stuck in the phantom zone,
2: unexpected, get hit. If if you're like me and Vincent, which I'm assuming Vincent did the same thing, um you were into you, you said you were into the nineteen forties cartoon. So I'm assuming Oh no, you I, did.
0: I did I I no he did he said that, but I that's that's the Superman that I actually like growing up too.
2: Okay, nineteen forties cartoon. So I'm assuming um, either both of you or maybe Vincent, because you said you weren't into him as much, probably watched the George Reeves show back in the day as well. Yeah. So for us, um, Superman, the first movie, Superman, the movie, it felt revolutionary. He's actually flying. He's not just jumping out of a window that he's just on something and the background's moving. It looks like he's yeah. flying. Watch it today and oh no, it doesn't, it doesn't hold up. But Back then it looked really, really good. It looked really impressive. They even put the scene where he's flying out in space, he you know smiles, waves at the camera. They put that in um interview with a vampire. Yep. Because that was like the only time you could see sunlight was in the movies.
1: Yeah, when Louie was being all reminiscent and they said he could finally see the sunrise and it was in Superman.
2: Yeah, Superman flying there, like flying in space by the sun. Hmm. All right. That's another movie I have never watched either. <laughs> oh, man, you got to watch it. It's um it's um homoerotic. <laughs> oh, no,
0: n- that's not my problem with it.
2: I just say, no, just, no, no. that's why
0: he wants to see it. No, uh Tom Cruise is in it, correct? Tom yeah.
2: Cruise is probably the best list that
0: I've ever seen. That that yeah. my problem with it is, it is Tom Cruise. I can't watch I don't watch Tom Cruise movies. I refuse to watch Tom but,
2: Cruise. The Mission Impossible movies are f- phenomenal.
0: I've not watched them.
2: Oh, why? Because I'm usually Tom the pre-
1: same way, but in this movie, I don't mind Tom Cruise.
0: Then this will be one of those movies. Although you have to force me to watch it because of the podcast, and I have to agree to it, and or two, I'm gonna have oh, to shit. probably be at your house.
2: Is that what we
1: do for Valentine's next year? We'd watch the Interview with a Vampire. <laughs> both know it.
2: I'm I'm already, I will. Right now, I don't even care. I'll do I, it. My favorite. I'm, like,
0: I'm already throwing in my veto. <laughs> Fucking Tom Cruise movie. I'm throwing in my veto right now.
2: I'll say this, Leo. I'll say this. Um, Mission Impossible 3 and Up are really, really good. Mission Impossible Fallout is incredible. Um, they're highly worth your time, especially because they don't use a lot of CGI. It's a lot of practical stunts, a lot of like old school filming. Uh, he, broke Cruise does.
0: One of those. he broke his leg doing the stunt from jumping from one
2: building to the other. Yeah, he did that happen. He flew a helicopter in the last movie. Of course you already know he's flying jets now and stuff but yeah. back then it was shocking he was flying a helicopter and doing stunts in the helicopter but basically long story short you should watch those movies but if you have to watch two tom cruise movies i would recommend interviewing with a vampire because he is phenomenal in that and he's like more of a morally gray character mm. and i would recommend collateral because he's really good at that
0: uh it, it sounds weird, but like my least favorite genre of all, it's really action films.
2: That's fair. Everyone has their thing they don't like.
0: Like, I don't know. It, I, think it's, I, I think I mentioned it before on this podcast. It's like my brothers, my brother and my cousins. Like, I would want to watch a movie and they're like, no, we're watching this movie. And it'll be like a Jacques Van Damme movie. or, But they would get nothing but like the beefy macho dudes with the in all the action films. And, like, I don't know. Like, even looking back on it, I'm like, breath. Like, this is, like, too broke, you know?
2: Well, well I grew up I grew up watching Stallone, Schwarzenegger, you know, Van Damme. But yep. as soon as I saw Jackie Chan, it changed everything.
0: The martial arts is a different story. I like martial arts films. I don't like.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, like, Jackie Chan changed the way I see things because he gets his ass beat constantly. beats his own ass by the looks of it. He almost damn kills himself every damn movie. Every movie feels like he's barely making it. We he wins, he barely wins by the skin of his teeth. I love that. I guess, like, the only thing I can compare to that is probably Indiana Jones. Because Indiana Jones gets his ass handed to him a couple of times.
0: Hey, any any hero has to win when John Williams is playing the soundtrack. Yeah.
1: See, yes, yeah, I'm just, like, I grew up watching all of that. I grew up watching the Stallone, Van Damme, and Schwarzenegger, and all those. And every Saturday after watching the cartoons, we turned to 26, and 26 would have the Kung Fu Theater. So I watched a bunch of that, too.
0: The old school Jet Li films, the, the dubbed ones, where he would like be talking and be like, you have insulted mom. Wow.
1: Yeah, just, it'd be random people from the 70s, because there's yeah. a lot of Kung Fu films that they got
2: over that time funny little story um m- mentioning action movies and and kung fu movies i i knew of, i knew of jackie chan because jackie chan you know you discovered him through run out of rumble in the Bronx, or you saw some of his other movies like project a or Are
0: those new line cinema
2: films? and stuff like that but i didn't know anything about jet lee until I, I watched uh leak the weapon 4 because I love the the Weapon movies, which is, you know, action-oriented. Uh, they had great stories and family and stuff and all that stuff. They usually bring back the entire cast for all three movies, well, four movies. Yeah. Very rare for that to happen in the movie franchise. But Jet Li was introduced in there. And he kicked the shit out of them. And they had to slow down the camera so, so they could catch all these kicks and stuff. Um, that got me into, like, him as a, as a martial artist. And I don't know, there's there's a, a boom of martial arts movies. I really love that.
0: Yep. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, no. I think that movie is what brought Jet Li to the American audience. But, like, uh, like Vincent was saying that, you know, if you watch, like, the old, like, general 26 films, like, yeah. you can even realize, like, if you watch that film and then you look back, thought back, you're like, hey, I've seen this guy in movies before, you know? Like, because yeah. they would play a bunch of his, like, kung fu movies from china there those, yeah like martial art movies or whatever that kung fu theater stuff and that that's how like i was like i remember watching the commercials to like the trailers on tv for lethal weapon 4 and just thinking yeah he looks familiar you know like some like i couldn't pinpoint it and it's, you know like oh, i think it was like a couple weeks later like one of his movies came on. i was like i've seen this movie a hundred times it's just
2: him yeah from the lethal yeah. weapon movie I love that. I hate I hate the fact that his career with the way he did, where um, he did, did a lot of wire work stuff in some of his older movies, especially the the one, I forgot the name of the, the franchise, but we asked like the shaved head and like the ponytail. He's made a bunch of those. He made like a remake of Fist of Fury, which is really, really good. But um, it seemed like when he got to America and he did Leap the Weapon 4. They were still kind of like dealing with the Matrix, the Matrix fallout, which um, everyone didn't understand that the Matrix had rules. That's why they're doing wire work. They just, they just do wire work in movies.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we uh, movie made fun
2: of it. Yeah. And because he had done it before, they basically I think Romeo must die in like another movie. They kept adding wi- wire works to his fights. So I didn't really like that. I don't like wire works in like martial arts movies. This is me.
1: Yeah, kind of. I mean, it it does let them show some of the legendary moves that are supposed to have been done back then. But yeah, yeah it does. It also takes away from it, and I can see it. Yeah, in the Matrix, because this is all simulation. So you're gonna be able to do this and that, whatever.
2: But
3: yeah,
2: yeah. That's how we end up with like the fighting in Charlie's Angels and stuff like that. The stuff he got eventually in the Resident Evil movies. Eventually, yeah. um, The different kind. Well, I guess they had a little bit of it in the. No, they didn't have that much of it in the first movie, but they did have a little bit. Like when she
0: kicked the the shit out that dog. Yeah. Like the whole slow motion.
2: Yeah, it was kind of goopy. Like I don't know, it's weird. Like I don't care for like wire fights, especially when they start adding in TV shows and stuff. I.
1: I. I Interrupting a little bit, but I remember this one kung fu film that I still cannot. I didn't remember the name of it, or I don't remember the name of it. I can't find it anywhere. But I think, like, the big bad guy was this old dude with this long silver blade braid. Yeah, you feels like named his, about
0: 200 of those films.
1: Yeah, well, at the very end of his hair, he had a knife inside it.
2: Oh, wow. Um, I'm to think. I, I think I may have saw that. It's really old, right? Yeah, it's really
1: old, like yeah. 70s style. He would. Yeah. He was fighting these two dudes, and he's just whipping his head around, and they're like,
2: Dodging and get cut up and shit. My favorite, like, uh, underrated movie is called Dirty Ho.
0: Dirty Ho. All right,
2: gotcha. <laughs> by a guy named Ho, who, okay. <laughs> who... <laughs> he starts fighting dirty. <laughs> That's literally what it's about. He's a nice. martial arts master. He starts doing dirty tricks, and it was named Dirty Ho. Someone had a someone had a, had a dirty joke, and it turned into a full blown kung fu movie.
0: Or maybe it just meant something else in Chinese. <laughs> and they, when they, they just literally tried to do the translation over, it just came yeah. out like
2: that. A dirty ho. <laughs> oh. Speaking of wire fights and wireworks, let's get back to Superman 2. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wires are a lot to do with this film, apparently.
4: Yeah.
0: I mean, when it, it, it's pretty cool how the three uh, Kryptonians learn how to fly extremely quick. I like, this,
2: I like <laughs> the the
0: little the little effect they did like
2: make them stabilize and then just start going forward. I like the scene. I forgot the name of the character, the, the female Kertonian. Ursa. Oh, oh, Bertha. Bertha.
0: Is it Bertha? Ursa? Bertha.
2: Oh yeah, she does something where she shows off her strength and she's like like I am super strong. And then Zod just says, We all are. <laughs> it was kind of kind of a dick <laughs> move Like let her, let her have it, bro. Oh it. like when she ripped the badge off, right? I think I forgot what she did, but she did something. She showed that she She's was on super... the moon, right?
1: Yeah, they were on the moon and like she like ripped the badge off and then kicked the guy out in the
2: space. Yeah, she was like, I'm super strong and he he's like we all are. <laughs> like he didn't do anything to display that he knew. He just Yeah, he's just like, Oh I know I'm Zod.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, just let her have it, bro. Just let her have
0: it. Yeah, that's not. That's not. That's not the sod way. That's <laughs> not the sod way, right?
2: And, uh I mean, he was a great with Terrence Stamp. He was a great sod. Yeah,
0: I can see it. Like the only thing is having the third guy there. What was his name? Ron? Like non, non? Yeah, having him there. I mean, I can understand. Like he he was like the muscle. But, yeah. Like when you have like a group, like even. The man and the female, and they can both do what Superman can, like having a muscle-like character. is kind of well to me. It just felt you like. I mean, he's more for like look, you know, like. But when you really think about it, he's just like
2: it was like the big show
0: to to the corporation.
2: He um well they didn't use the same exact characters, but they basically did the same thing in, in Man of Steel as well. I think if you were to bring Kryptonians to Earth, you have to have them jump Superman NWO style. Just have like at least three of them just jumping <laughs> them. <Yep>. So <laughs> what, what Super Superman's Diamond Dallas Page now? I guess so. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page and they're trying to get him to join the NWO and he doesn't want to join. <laughs>
0: <There's> no way. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah,
1: but I mean he he was just there as a Kryptonian, he would have been imposing to other Kryptonians. Yeah. So that's why he was there. I mean, yeah, okay. You negate him once you get the power of the yellow sun. But up until that point, he was absolutely
0: necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, kind of like the Big Show was,
2: but <laughs> yeah.
0: I always gotta go back to that. He just—he reminds me of the Big Show. Period. So like strong, raw power.
2: He what always you know? me of Kurgan, if you remember him. <laughs> uh, there's a character named Kurgan. He was um. Every W-W? I, WWE WWE
0: hmm.
2: yeah back in we WWF I think um i forgot who he was with but he was with a couple of groups but his name is the kurgan they just just started calling him kurgan
1: oh that reminds me of highlander
2: yeah his <laughs> name is kurgan oh, was his name kurgan? oh look at up. yeah
1: kurgan Sorry. um i did find it funny even when i was young that the you know the astronauts calling back to houston mission control and the the aliens or the all the Kryptonians are like, Oh, let's go to Planet Houston
0: Houston. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we are live from Planet Houston. Yeah.
1: Did y'all see Cliff Claven there? No. Cliff Claven was in the control room. He weighed a lot less than he did on Cheers.
0: Oh really? I don't know who that really is, to be honest. You gotta you gotta name somebody from Cheers or who he was.
1: He was Cliff Claven. That's the character's name.
2: I, I don't know much about Cheers. The only episode of Cheers I saw was the finale. And it wasn't by, by, like, design. I just kind of walked in on it. It was like, oh, it's the Cheers finale.
0: I just know a guy that does a lot of the Pixar movies in it. The guy that did Ham from Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, John
1: Rassenberger. That's Cliff Claven.
0: There we go. All right, you should have just said Ham from Toy Story. <laughs> or I could
1: have done what he was... More known for, besides ham.
2: Yeah, that's true. He was more known for Cheers, even though I, I didn't know, I didn't watch it. <laughs> but I mean, you know. was on that it
0: when
3: I was
2: little. Hey,
0: yeah. What's up, buddy?
2: Oh, your doggy showed up. Cha I oh, look at that little cute pup
0: making his second appearance. What do, you do. Time to test out the waterproof capabilities of the laptop. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you be up there. Do not pee on the couch.
3: I should have named them Evil Knievel. Pee before Zod.
0: <laughs> so, does that make me sod? It makes you sod, not Zod.
3: <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: So, um, yeah, I, I like the uh, Richard Donner cut better, obviously, because it Feels it feels more like like in line with the original film. It's not as goofy or has additional comedy stuff added in into it. Yeah, I think it flows better. It's just a better movie. Um, there, unfortunately, because I have to use some of the the test footage they did before, that's edited in, so it looks different. But you know, you can just that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like it's very apparent in the Niagara Falls scene when they're trying to bust the crooked hotel rings and stuff like that and at night clark is talking to lois and his hair is not gelled and he's got different glasses on from seat to, or from frame to frame
2: yeah i think the most i think it stands out the most for me because i can i can excuse that because you know it's what they had to work with yeah, yeah. I think that stands out the most for me is where they added new footage with um like modern technology you could tell the, the difference in like how it was filmed.
1: Oh yeah, I mean like at the very end of the show, or yeah. show at the end of the movie, Lois is writing her story, and it's not Margot Kidder, it's just some actress.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and I um, mean,
1: cause... they managed to get her an old-time typewriter. <laughs> That's
2: about yeah. it. Yeah, because it feels like, um, you know, because those, those movies were shot on film, whereas everybody else is shot digital. And that actually matters in like the grading of the film and everything. Oh yeah, and the way it looks. So we're watching a, a movie that's shot on film that's upscaled to 1080p, yep. and then all of I don't know where there's this clear digital like stuff happening. Yeah, that was more jarring, jarring for me than the actual like scenes being reinserted in.
1: Yeah, and that's that's one thing that. I don't know good or bad or whatever it's like you can always tell when gradient films have been upgraded yeah because they don't quite look right and i think it it kind of takes away a bit from the original feeling of the film but yeah. it's good for preservation and it good it's good to spread it to a wider audience by digitizing it
2: Certain movies like The Matrix, which was shot on film and they upscaled. It looks great. Yep. It looks incredible. Well, I think it was shot on film, was it? I think so. So that looks great. And then you see stuff like um you know anything modern looks a certain way and it's fine, but yeah. but certain things try they don't transfer as well.
1: No, like you could you could tell Casablanca is not going to look the same way. Wizard of Oz is not going to look the same way. Gone, yeah. gone with the wind, stuff like that. Not, it, it's not going to look the same.
2: Oof, RoboCop, uh, RoboCop suffers from being upscaled. Yeah, such a good movie ruined by being like you're able to see the like the inside of the suit more. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so not everything works, but
1: yeah. Well, it's the same
3: way with like
1: Princess Bride. Yeah. You know, they changed that and then now you can see the strings and now you can see certain things like, well, damn. Yeah,
2: I mean, you, you would think they would just digitally remove that, but that costs money and they're not gonna spend
1: it. Yeah, and it's all about making that money, not
2: spending it. Money. Money.
1: <laughs> but, you know, it, it can maybe be argued by some people that it's not a good idea to digitize some stuff. Like people used to, Cry about the colorization of black and white films. Yeah. But like I said, I think it is a good thing because that way, at least the film is better preserved and it yeah. can be widely accessible.
2: Yeah. It really does come down sometimes to like the movie itself as well. Like, for example, I had bought the colorized version of Night of Living Dead and it looked fine. But at the same time, um, so I, it's, it's a little, a little rough from like places but um yeah. at the same time look at the new monsters by rob zombie you notice that like all the scenes they're in color look rough but all the scenes they're in black and white work well
0: uh, why'd you bring up the monster <laughs> I like the
2: contrast of colors because they do do yeah. black and white in them in the trailer and they yeah.
0: But I I know. Do you remember that they did the uh, the two monsters films and they were both uh, in color?
2: Yeah. I mean, it feels like um, those worked. Yeah, but the thing is, with with his particular movie, it does feel like he probably filmed it to be all black and white. I was told to, to to like release in color instead. Yeah. I, I feel like Rob Zombie. I don't know much about. I mean, I watched his, watched his movies. I don't know much about how he thinks as a director. But uh,
0: see, honestly, on my on my opinion on that little subject of the Rob Zombie films, a lot of people always complain that his movies are like too gritty, like too seventies looking or whatever, kind of like Devil's Rejects and all that stuff. See, I feel like this is the movie that should have been done. Yeah. In that gritty format. Yeah. Um. It, it looks. It, it looks. I don't know. Because of the, like the colors, like Herman and and Lily, how they look, he it seems like with the whole it seems more um like the HD-ness of it like just does not really match well with and like they have the lights in the background to make it look more like it, it just looks like a very horrible like Halloween attraction.
2: Yeah, um, the same color schemes, the same look of it was used for Punisher Warzone. and. That looked great. It was gritty. It was um kind of goofy, goofy a little, but it was trying to be like a live action version of Punisher Max. I think he captured that with those colors. Mm-hmm. You could be dark and gritty with those colorful comic book looks, but it doesn't work for mons for the monsters. No, and, um, not at all. It it doesn't. The black and white would have worked. But um, bringing it back to Superman, what we're talking about was um why yeah. we brought this up. It's because you can tell the difference in in film versus digital in this film. Yeah. Yeah, that really stands out. That's, like, the only thing that really bothers me about the movie, like, all the additional scenes that are added in later on. All that's fine is just a... It's jarring to go from, like, classic film to modern-day digital.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of... Well, that's pretty much... That's what it is with all these new edits, you know? Like, if you're going to edit something that's old, try to keep the film old or really try to save the old footage so it can look the same. Well, well
2: there's not, not much you can do. Like, um, in certain cases, because it's filmed on film, so you're just digitizing the, the film. But if you film a movie on film and you digitize it, it looks a certain way, whereas like if you film a movie on, on the, just digital, it's kind of harder to make it look like it was filmed on film. But even when you digital film, there's still an element of it that looks like it was filmed on film. And, like, when you put actual digital footage with it, it just stands out more.
1: Yes, yeah, a little, little more technology than a Snapchat filter, but it still kind of gives that vibe off.
2: Okay. And There's a lot of work in the film and the movie old school, and there's a lot of work into, like, doing the special effects with that. The, the Even the editing was, like, just some guy cutting and pasting film together you know it's, it's really
0: Or like the flying scenes
2: yeah they, they,
0: it's, they do no green
2: screen i think they did green screen right but it yeah. was they, it's like it was different it's not like it is now you could film a whole entire show in like a green screen room they have the volume now for star trek i'm star trek i'm sorry star wars
0: yeah I mean, you,
2: whole, don't you, you don't even need a green screen anymore. No, you don't. You could actually be in an actual world that's like just, just screens around you. But um, it's it's difficult to do that with film, and it doesn't translate well into like modern day. It just it did feel like they didn't, you know, they put it out there. It's Richard Donner, so he put it out there for him. But I think it could have like benefited from a little bit of touch up, a little bit of cleanup. You're <laughs> not
3: showing us
1: nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: that's not good screen. That's not good visual effects.
2: You're no not Stan Winston. No, not at all.
0: No, I I'm I, I was I was trying to be uh what was that guy's name that did Plan 9 from outer space?
2: Yeah, he was with the, that old sixties. Ed Wood
0: special. Ed Wood, I was I was trying to Ed Wood it. That's that's what it was. I'm just gonna end my career making pornos. That's just, that's just
2: trying time. To be, that. Trying to be solid <laughs> over there. I have no idea. Huh? that's what happened to Ed what
0: uh well apparently from what i read that's his he, he just went into the porno business
2: i had no idea he, he's the opposite of west craven <laughs> basically
0: wait west craven started off porns
2: started off making like like smut movies basically porn and then he started directing i think i don't think his first movie was swamp thing but
0: it I was think- not i think that was the second film just that
2: yeah.
0: it was given swamp thing in order with the Swamp Thing money that he was given, that's how he uh, made Nightmare on Elm Street. So, we actually have to thank Swamp Thing for Nightmare
2: on Elm Street. Yeah, Swamp Thing's pretty cool, too. So, you know, the character and the movie. Yes. Oh, real we,
0: we spoke about him on our episode of Underrated Heroes.
2: Which I wanted to be a part of, but I had a lot going on, unfortunately, in, in real world. IRL. I wish I would have been able to talk about how cool Swamp Thing is.
0: Hey, but for you, man, I actually spoke about Mr. Jack Knight.
2: Awesome. Awesome. I was just telling a friend about Jack Knight recently. That's what we need a movie of. uh, We can't. Legal stuff. (laughs) I never get into a lot of legal stuff. I mentioned it on that episode, too. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be awesome, though. That needs to be a television show. It can work as a television show.
0: Yeah. I can see it. That that's that's a good storyline for a television show.
3: All right, so back to S-
2: Superman two. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Are we like halfway the movie?
1: <laughs> um Well, we ain't even discussed how they came to Earth and for some reason oh. all these aliens come down into the most country bumpkin
0: ass cities on walk, the planet. And walk like Jesus on water. <laughs>
2: Before that, I need to ask you a question, Vincent, because I know you, you probably may have an answer to this. I haven't seen the original um, Superman, the motion picture, or Superman, the, the movie, the motion picture. I don't know why I called it that. It's not Star Trek. Um, I haven't seen the original Superman, the movie, in a long time. I saw the director's cut, like, a lot of times. Um, did they put Zod and the other Kryptonians in the original movie for the director's cut? Or was it always in the original movie? I can't remember because I, I think we see them get sent off
3: to set up part two in the beginning of part one.
1: I think so.
0: I, I think they do because I have like the, the four pack films. Yeah. And it has all the original films. And I remember that was the beginning of the original. But you one. still
1: have all four or did you throw away the other two? Huh? You said you had a four pack of Superman films. Does that mean you had four pack? And you threw away two like you should have.
0: I can't throw them all away. I mean, I like you can I throw do.
1: away two of I, like,
2: I do. Apparently,
0: apparently, I've been told to be thrown Is that your birthday present? I'm gonna throw away the other two films.
2: Yeah. You should buy <laughs> Superman, Superman 4 the Christmas for peace for his birthday.
0: <laughs> Dude, you know what's sad? Like my dad was like telling me like, "Hey, like me and this other guy from work, we know the guy that played." uh nuclear man i'm like oh i'm so sorry
2: <laughs> that was, that was my reaction he <laughs> <laughs> was like what when i was a kid i loved nuclear man i thought it was the coolest shit like when you're a kid a lot of stuff is stupid i thought um ninja turtles part two was pretty cool yeah
0: hey that, that that that
2: ninja rap is like one of the greatest songs of all time it's true. i like
1: the whole movie except for the ninja rap
2: <laughs> hey um i saw a shoot interview about Kip Ke- with kevin nash talking about how he became super shredder <laughs> it is. Interesting. Wait, what? Yeah, um, he. It was recently too. He did a recent interview where someone asked him, "How did he end up playing Super Shredder?" And a uh, long story short, he was at a show, and um, the person that got to play Super Shredder couldn't do it anymore. So the the producers went to like a WCW show or something like that. This is early before he's like the Kevin Nash we know, obviously. Back when he was Diesel Oz still. It was, like, before he was Diesel. Yeah, I think he was, like, Oz or some shit. So he um basically had a match, and he was walking out. And they were like, hey, do you want to be the – like, they're in the crowd. And just yell out to him, hey, do you want to be the new Ninja Turtles movie? And he was like, all right. And that's how they got him. Literally, On <laughs> his way out the door, like, going to the back to um, down the stage, they yell out to him. He was like, all right, fuck it. They just gave him money for it. He did it.
0: Okay, that that, that that that's how life works, I guess.
2: It is doesn't need a tall guy, a tall, big wrestler guy. They're like, you'll do. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, you probably get a bunch of those at a wrestling event. Yeah. But hopefully, luckily for him, he did not skip leg day like Snitsky did. Oh, yeah. At that one autism show we went to, Mr. V. You remember that?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he skipped leg day before or else he wouldn't have torn his quads in the ring.
3: He pulled a Triple H, I guess, yeah, or like the If you really think about it, yeah, they've all done
1: that
0: shit. But nobody, well, has anybody pulled something as bad as Sid Vicious?
2: Oh, he just broke it. You know what I love about that is he felt when he landed, he broke it, and he just looked at it. He didn't even make a sound, no face. He just, he just sort of disappointment. Like I can't believe this shit just happened
0: to me, <laughs> dude. I think like. I don't, it wasn't like like a like a full on wrestling event. It's just something I saw on YouTube. Some dude got on the turnbuckle, like did like the Stone Cold thing, but even has his hands on the turnbuckle that just comes down. But instead of his legs, you know how his ankle, like his knees are supposed to go like this, like how they normally bend, they went the opposite way. Oh, I think I
2: saw that. Yeah.
0: Oh, that like- was- like bro like what the fuck just happened little
1: clip of the lady on the leg machine doing that she's got the rack of weights and she's going and going on her knees oh
2: that's terrible that's like the worst just like Uh. my fingers
0: oh man don't get don't get it started by fingers (laughs) land of the dead
2: to bring back another old episode Ripped it open
0: off. Oh, Me and Jim in the theaters just going, to, ah, God help us.
2: When I watched it. When I watched it for the show. I was like, Oh, this still, this is still terrible. <laughs> it's still, still awful.
0: Oh, oh yeah, dude. But Planet Houston, it has a nice ring to it. I'm not gonna
2: lie. It does.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice. But then you get all the British people telling you, No, it's Houston. 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 No, 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 no! It's not Houston. It's Austin. Oh you yeah! Remember, they don't say, they don't pronounce the he, the, the H. You you smaghead.
1: They pronounce H on Houston.
0: Hey, smegged.
1: They say <laughs> Soho. Of Enough of that. Uh huh. <laughs> I did get into an argument with someone like that. It was British, and they were like, "It's Houston." I was like, "No," because it's named after a person. You can't tell this person you're pronouncing your own name wrong.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You know, um, off subject, I have a friend who's British. We've been off subject for like the whole <laughs> no, how long. I feel like I need to, to, to tell the audience that hey, we're not getting back on subject. <laughs>
1: but we get on there a bit. I
2: have a friend who's British and um when we talk to each other. Uh-huh. She uses British British slang and I just use American shit, you know. And um we understand each other, we talk, but we never we never adapt for, for each other. And uh, it's kind of cool sometimes because one time she got mad at me and she wasn't angry or mad at me. She was cross with me. And that sounds sounds worse.
0: (laughs) Wait, she was what?
2: She was cross with me. Okay. That sounds way worse.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, back on subject.
1: But,
2: I mean, that's just,
1: that's the thing. Uh, Back on subject. Okay, so they're in the middle of the boondocks and somehow a news crew just shows up and like, hey, here's that. Here's random army people, yeah, playing airplane are blasting everybody and just kill everyone all right, let's go to Washington DC. <laughs> he
0: went he went on the attack and just dropped that arf, arf. <laughs> Vincent knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Hey, uh Jim, have you ever watched the uh, Black Black Adder?
2: Um uh, maybe one or two episodes of it.
0: Yeah, well, this was like a recurring joke where uh, they that had the guy... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rick Amel? Amel? How do you say his name? Oh, Rick Rick something.
3: Oh, Rick...
1: Dang it, now you're making me forget.
0: Yeah. Well, Rick he would, Yeah. Well, he would always come out... like cause Blackadder has to do with... like Every season has to do with a different era. But yeah. His character would always come out and be like the player type, the... You know, like the machismo, all the ladies. Get, yeah, Vincent, <laughs> you finish it. You can do it better than me.
1: He's all like braggadocious, and he's you know Mr. Adventurer, and he comes out, and that's that's what he does. He just like busts in the room with his arms his Eyes
3: first. I
2: need to watch that. I need to watch that and Red Dwarf. Yeah, I hear so much. Uh, of-
0: man we got to see each other i can i can get you a copy of like the first couple seasons i have them on my hard drive
2: bro you know what i'm watching right now you never guess but i'll just tell you i'm watching babylon 5. never watched i never watched it i've like probably played a video game of it back wheel still on air i probably select like, maybe one or two episodes they have it all remastered in, a, in HD on on uh, hbo max I watched the first couple episodes, I was like, oh, it's all right. You know, I'm just curious just to see how it was like. I am so hooked on this show. Yeah. So good. i
1: always heard good stuff about it. I just, like Leo, i never watched it.
2: I, I highly recommend it. The effects are very questionable the first season because instead of going with models like they did with, with Trek, they went with CG, and they yeah. used PlayStation 1 CG. <laughs> it looks pretty awful. But um, it gets better and like within the first season. And then season two, the CG gets way better. I guess season three, they're comfortable enough where they know they're not going to get canceled. They're spending a little bit more money. It looks really But the storytelling is really incredible. And the fact that they planned out like a five year story, I think it's the first time, one of the earliest times we can see a a five year story being planned out. Because, you know, at the time, Trek was episodic. A lot of stuff is episodic.
3: And, uh, oh, Dougie's sleeping.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get back up
0: I mean, he can't hear you. I mean, think about it. He's listening to a drunk man slur talk this whole way through. He's sitting right next to me sleeping. He's fine. Yeah, he
1: can't hear. He can't, can't hear, hear the good part of the conversation. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> he can't join in if he's talking about his love for, for Zod. Yeah. P before Zod. P
0: before Zod. P before Zod. I'm actually gonna make him a shirt like that. Should, call,
2: should name him crypto, but now it's too late.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I named him after Dusty Rhodes. I call him Dusty. That's cool. So, my wife was against Ozzy. when I like when we leave him alone, he cries and howls a lot. So I'm like, man, should name him Dio. Like, he's little with a very big voice. Yeah, with a big voice. So I, my, because my wife like why Dio, and I, I explained that to her. and She's like. I, but I don't know him. I'm like, ah. Well, you don't need to. <laughs> that was your
2: chance to show her Dio.
0: <laughs> I did show her Dio after that. But she wasn't she, impressed? <laughs> She's she still like, I still like Freddie Mercury better. I
2: like. Uh, I guess
0: Freddie Mercury's fine, too. I mean, that's a voice. But Dio also is a voice. Yeah. Just I that feel- Freddie was in the more pop, yeah. popular music.
2: I met a guy named Freddie recently at my job, like a guy that they hired, and you know we have to write down their names on stuff, and I didn't know how to spell his name, so I just looked at him. I said, "I said um, Kruger or Mercury," <laughs> and he was like, "No one's ever asked me that." <laughs> yeah, they say, okay, "Well, which is it, punk?" <laughs> spelled differently. All right. So, wh- where were we? Um, Zob was was. um
0: Saad did the easiest conquest of the United States of America and the world. Yeah.
2: He took over the White House, right? For I remember.
0: A- I apparently, apparently yeah. the United States gave up the whole world too.
2: Yeah. They're like, yeah, oh, we're done. You can have everything. <laughs> have
0: it all. No, well, I mean, they did, they did mention it after negotiate, after speaking with other countries. It's all like, it's almost like Saad said, America, you're my bitch. Go get me some more hoes.
2: Yeah, basically. And, um, because, yep. you know, it's an American movie and America views itself as, like, you know, the biggest, the best thing ever. So, of course, America falls, everyone else falls in line.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not Red Sun or whatever. Yeah. It's not alternate Superman. He's American.
0: Yeah, yeah, or you have the, uh, the Avengers. Oh, no, no. You have the Guardians doing Kamehameha waves. Yeah. To, uh, we don't talk
1: about that shit.
0: We don't talk about that shit. Come on, a bear with machine guns. We don't talk about that.
1: <laughs> no, we don't talk about that. Anyway, then Luther, who has escaped from jail, comes and tells him, "Like, I, I can get you, Superman." So they go to the Daily Planet to take Lois hostage and everybody there, because they know he had figured out. So Superman is soft spot for Lois.
0: Oh, my question is one thing because, of course, they succeed, but uh, why does Luther want Cuba?
2: They have missiles. (laughs) Yeah, Russian nukes. Yeah. Is that why?
1: I mean, yeah, okay, it's got Russian nukes. It's a tropical island. If he's running the whole place, I
2: mean... And also, it's kind of like the whole idea of him being a dictator. It, I
0: was I was about to say also I was thinking about it, I'm like yeah real estate yeah I remember estate. you guys were talking about his, his real estate love yep. yeah.
2: I think there's room for Gene Hatman's version of Luthor and Jesse Eisenberg's version I think there's room for both of them to kind of mix together and I think they kind of did that in, in like the Snyder cut they kind of pulled back he had one of those Gene Hatman suits at the very end of it. But um, yeah, I think they could have easily have like, over time, uh, actually he was pretty much the best version of that era of Lex Luthor at that time. that's kind of how he was like a bumbling, you know, rich guy with no real ambition for like world domination.
0: Just to prove himself that he's above everybody.
2: Yeah, and make money. Uh, the best version of Luthor, besides like um, Michael Rosenbaum from like Smallville, I would say is the animated series version of Lex Luthor.
0: That's my favorite one. Yeah. No, I gotta say that is
2: my favorite one. I I love um what's 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 the book? Which one is it? They made it to an animated movie, um, All Star Superman. I love the animated movie that version of Luthor, because he really explains why he doesn't like superman how like he has to work hard and build up like muscle.
0: Had, if you can kind of see my finger where it's at that's the book right
2: there awesome I Like i like how you build up like how he tried to make himself a better physical conditioned human and superman just comes in with natural gifts like they really show off the, the jealousy of him against him whereas mm-hmm. like the Richard Donner movies, it's, it's just Superman fucks up his plans. So that's why he doesn't like him.
0: Yeah, he just, reminds you of your typical 1950, 1960s villain. Now, when I was watching him, I was thinking, man, what if? What if? Adam was Batman. <laughs> Who would have met? <laughs> Gene Hackman was uh, Luthor.
2: Supposedly, um, the Christopher Reeves version of Superman was supposed to be in a team up with uh, Michael Keane Batman at one point, but it, it didn't happen because, you know, what happened to Christopher Reeves at the time. So.
0: so we would have got the Brave and the Bold ahead of time.
2: Yeah, they were going for that. Like It was, it was supposed to be Christopher Reeves with the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman together. So we would have gotten, like, um at least Gene Hatman's Lex Luthor with um 1989 Batman.
0: But it's not 66.
3: It's not 66
2: now. But, yeah.
0: I think those would have meshed pretty well.
2: They would have. But then he also had a bunch of characters like that already. Everyone's kind of like that.
0: No, see, the thing about the 66 Batman is everybody knew how to fight, apparently. What well, got... Everybody knew how to fist <laughs> the <to> cuffs. <laughs> like, everybody knew how to fist the cuffs. I didn't Even t- the Riddler. The Riddler. When do you see him fist the cuffs nowadays? Never.
2: Nah. Uh, I, mean, back then, I mean, I don't know. They, they got... Punch to the face a lot. You know, the whole struggle of sometimes you can't get, just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs>
0: hey. It, 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 that's how it happens in life?
2: Yeah, sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb.
3: But I I, I like the 66 Batman.
1: Yep. Watch uh, the hell out of that growing up, too.
2: I don't know. Well, I guess it wasn't that far off, right? Because, like, Superman was in the 70s. Yeah. So it wasn't that far off. It probably would have fit better with um yeah it would have fit better with 66 batman It would have like 89 batman Mm
0: -hmm. well the thing is like i think around that time that's when ed o'neill took over yeah uh, dennis o'neill dennis o'neill took over and he started writing those dark batman stories yeah a lot of people think that batman really got dark in the 80s but it, it was really like 70s that drew the blueprint for like a lot of that dark Batman stuff, uh, bringing in Rajah Go into the mix and all that stuff. That but actually, that's more like 60s as well. No, nah,
2: it wasn't that far back.
0: Uh, I'll say like 70s should
2: be 70s because a lot of goofy stuff was still happening in the 70s. Mm,
0: yeah, like, I thought it is 70s. Yeah, like mid 70s. I see mid 70s. Yeah, like I know Dennis Dennis O'Neill. No, Dennis O'Neill was the the artist, right?
3: I'm not sure to be honest.
0: No, Neil Adams is the artist. Dennis O'Neill wrote it. Neil Adams penned it, penciled it. It was the uh, Batman issue 520, 512, 526. It's the that legendary cover where like the Joker's holding Batman on the card?
2: Oh yeah. I love that. That was like the turn of Joker.
0: Yeah, and then that's when, uh, when the Joker, he like f- like found out the five people who's either snitched on him or like, ruined his plans. So he went, and he was going out to kill them all. And it showed a darker side of the Joker. Yeah. Like Like a lot of people are like, holy shit! Like, like we're used to seeing a com- comedic Joker, like a sixty six Joker, and now we're seeing like a Joker actually killing people. Yeah. So that was kind of like the I know it happened in the 40s the Joker was a brutal murderer murderer back in the day but like they toned it down in the 50s and in the 60s especially with the
2: TV show going out
0: I was hey, looking at me like hmm well Cesar Romero kills
1: people man
2: he does yeah he, he has his mustache <laughs> which is great yeah see I, um I have a question it was Superman because I haven't seen him in a long time. Superman two is where he loses, where he gives up his powers to be with Lois, right? Yep. Okay, just want to make sure because I always forget what the fuck is he doing the whole time. Zob is just running him up.
1: Yeah, that's that's what holds true in both films. I mean, they get sent to Niagara Falls to investigate crooked hotels. They wind up. He winds up confessing to Lois that he is Superman.
0: And wait, wait, wait. Did Lois shoot? Yes or no? Who shot first?
1: Lois didn't shoot in the original film, but in the Donner cut, she shoots him with a gun. He's like, you could have killed me if I was just Clark Kent. She's like, yeah, with blanks.
0: She tricked his ass. (laughs) Clever, clever.
1: Yeah, and so he takes her up to the Fortress of Solitude, talks to his dad about it, and he's like, okay, well, you can give up your powers, but it's permanent. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I don't care. I've given up enough enough for this planet. And he's like,
2: "What are you talking
0: about?" I'm in about? love, Dad. I'm in love.
2: She's <laughs> <doing> fun. He, takes an ass whooping from a regular guy. Yeah, I did. I, I did. Bloodied yeah, up. I think it's his powers. Superman is so fuck. He's, he's a petty bitch. Let's be yeah. honest. With <laughs> Superman well, is a petty bitch. You can Dion. look at
1: it that way because he's because of what he does. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it at the end. You go, go ahead.
2: This guy gives up his powers. To be with him to be with someone he loves, which is fine. I understand that. And he gets his ass whooped. That happens, right? And even though he gets his powers back, he saves the world. He does everything right. Gets rid of these 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 um superpower beings that are gonna threaten the world. He still goes back to that same place to pick a fight with that, that guy again just to whoop his ass. That's petty. That is petty. It now,
1: is petty. But at the same time. He's teaching the guy humility. Yeah. Because instead of trying to bully everybody like that, now he's going to have to think twice about shit. Yeah. All right.
3: True. Let I'm, me
0: ask you guys this question. Would you guys would have done the same thing? Yes or no? Because I would have done it. I don't, I don't
2: know. know. Superman is, like, in the commercials, Superman is throwing people in the space for just offering kids cigarettes. <laughs> he's, yeah. he, he's been pretty brutal. I'm just saying yeah I'll
1: go whoop his ass and I popped my finger or push my finger in all his tires and pop them all
2: <laughs> yeah well um man is still messed up the whole like what eighteen ruler
0: <laughs> oh yeah, like fucking yeah. Th- I, like I want to say he threw it through a through a telephone post, but uh he just, just I mean, he just, just he just threw it in that direction
2: period I think he he just he stuck telephone telephone post through it and like made it all like a big weird thing yeah. <laughs> like I think. Yeah.
0: Hey, did Sephiroth do it? I think Sephiroth did it. Yeah. That's what it was. Sephiroth did it. Pensa, so why are you looking at me that you never played Final Fantasy 7? When the big yeah, ass snake Final is, when they have the big ass uh, snake on the on the on the pole and they just like <laughs> walk up to him and they're like, does Sephiroth do this?
2: Yeah, I, I love that. I love that scene. I I played it recently actually from the original Final Fantasy 7.
0: Man, the graphics look kind of weird now. It does. I, it, I have, I have the original. I have, I have on on a on an emulator, and then I have the one I have on the Switch. The one on the Switch just the
2: eyes look weird as fuck to me, dude. Yeah, I, I bought it a couple of times. Never beat it, by the way.
0: Never beat it.
2: Never beat it. Oh shoot, we gotta help oh, this man. man. I always get off the first disc, and then like something happens, I forget.
0: Nah, see, what? this is what's gonna happen. You're gonna like play it and you're going to stream it and then me and vincent will walk you through what the hell to do we'll get you all the all the ultimate weapons and everything i've been in that game so many times i know where everything's at
2: i think i'm just old now <laughs> because back then my brain was more you know flexible and learning stuff and like i could figure out where to go but after i get out a certain area on the game i just don't know where to go i'm just running around aimlessly
0: no i was telling look was- no, go ahead
1: say what oh, go ahead I was going to say, don't even worry about that. There's a fucking wealth of knowledge at your fingertips. Exactly. Put up a, look up a guide. Get to where you're like, man, I'm stuck. Boom, it's right there. Yeah. Go was... to the flying saucer, let K Sith come on to the party, and you just go lose all your money or gamble or whatever for a while. Hey. Chocobo okay. races, chocobo and, breeding.
0: And also in some of these uh, knowledgeable guides, just learn where uh, East and West is. <laughs> That's all you really got on there. No, but I would say, now, if you want a real challenge, play the original Final Fantasy, like the very, very first one. They just drop you in the world and then go uh, do whatever the fuck you want. You're like, have at it. Like, have at it. Like, when you get to the don't, first town. Don't
1: forget to get that guy.
0: Oh, yeah, don't forget to get him. Or um, what's her name? Yuffie? Yuffa? Uh shit. FIFA? Uh, Yuffie.
2: Yuffie
0: oh, yeah, do not forget to get Yuffie.
2: Yeah, I, I did get, I, I know you had to go to like a certain area a couple of times, and you end up finding her.
0: Yeah, you you. It's like you you first time you can get her is right before you get on the ship. You have to be in that forest. If you don't get her, then then you're gonna have to wait. Like after you beat a lot of things, like a certain couple of things, and you can go back to the spot. And then it's kind of like a Pokemon battle. You just yeah just roam around till you actually, but you have to be in the forest areas of that area. Yeah, you, you can. It's not an open field. It has to be in the forest
2: excuse me um yeah i um yeah i just never i need to get back to it that and the remake i never beat the remake
0: <laughs> oh, i beat the remake the only thing uh, that made me mad is fucking hey, you can't go past 50
2: oh how do you how do you level in that hmm? like how do you level in a remake like how you grind play that way
0: dude you don't like you i mean, you know how i did it huh? like so you know how you do like the the extra stories yeah, like like the extra missions or whatever. Uh, whenever I'm in the town, like you, you finally, uh, when you can go outside the town, it's kind of yeah. like when you play a ten, like on ten, like the map is just one way. Yeah. So what I would do is go back and forth on the same map, <laughs> grinding like that. Yeah. And then on um the first grind I did on the remake was whenever you, whenever you actually in the town, seventh heaven or whatever. Uh you can go out into like the little field area. I just ran in one giant circle, like just leveling up to be honest. Like, yeah. even my wife was like, dude, you like like dude, you dude, you've been on this same fucking thing for like ten days straight. Like I'm trying to get as much level in as I possibly can.
2: I think that's that's what I loved about those kind of games. Like after time battles and, and like um basically but you don't have none of
0: this on that on the on the remake.
2: No, yeah, I say like, after time battle and like turn based games, I loved grinding. I would actually like uh, I'm playing Dragon Quest right now. Dragon, Dragon Quest 11. Mm-hmm. and It feels very old school but updated to like new school. And um, I still do the same thing I to do as a kid. I find a great place to level where I can go save or, or sleep or whatever. And I schedule in my day, days of just leveling. Doing nothing but leveling.
1: Yeah. I so did right? it with eight. eight. Find a spot. Go fight, fight the Malboros in that one island or just go do this or that or whatever six i didn't have a problem with that because i found this one section Mm. where you're on the river with bannon as you're trying to escape and there's this one part it's like do you want to go up you want to go right or down or whatever you say up and you go up and it takes you to this other point it says you want to go right or left and you say right and it takes you back to that same point so you're just in a big circle. Yeah, you're going in a big circle. And I used to have this controller called an ASCII pad and it had buttons on it. So you could oh. you could kind of program the buttons to to be a turbo or hit it and it would automatically just hit that
2: button. I remember most like those those controllers like that, those specialty controllers.
1: Yeah. So I would do that. I would put it on memory and I would every time I I'd, I'd have it set. So it would answer, go up and go right, go up and go right. So you'd be in this big circle. And every time you get to a fight, you have the memory active also. So you get the first three people to fight. You get banned to heal, and you just turn the TV off, come back to it a couple of days later, everybody's level 99. Nice. And then from that point on in the game, everybody you meet will be level 99, except for Locke. Because he's not he's the only one that doesn't level up when you do that. You have to go the, the hard way with him. But it's not even hard because there's all these little ninety-nine people, and you just boom, 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 getting XP.
0: Now, were, yeah. you whooping, were you whooping people's asses with a with a mop on that game too? <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> this man was this man beat uh chrono chrono trigger with a mop <laughs> as his weapon. I want to
2: play chrono trigger so bad.
0: You never played it? I
2: uh I didn't play it when it was out uh, on Super Nintendo. I bought it on PS3, but I ended up like. Get rid of my PS3 and get the PS4. And I thought it would still be there. It wasn't. It's not on PS4. And I don't have a PC. Like an actual PC. So I can't really play it on that. It's not supported on Mac. Oh, that you're finding on is Android. And I don't want to play it on my phone.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I've played it on my phone. And there's this one part. Where you have to have four different inputs and it like never worked right, and yeah. then the, the emulator I used finally was able to get four inputs. And by the time I'm like, okay, I'm not playing this game. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I always wanted to beat it because I feel like that's a game that I would probably love. Yeah, and there you can are love
0: it and you can hate it because of so many endings.
2: I really want endings the game. I really wanted them to release it on Switch so I could just play it on Switch. But never happened.
0: <laughs> uh, we got chrono cross.
2: Yeah, same. Not the same. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, we had if that we conversation. Yeah, Steam, it's on Steam. Yeah, but, it's on Steam.
2: But I have a um I don't have a PC. Steam doesn't work on on it uh, only works on PC, right?
1: I wouldn't know. I'm not no idea whether it works on Mac I or
0: not. I, I thought I mean it's a computer, right? It should work on a Mac.
2: Uh, Macs are <laughs> They're ridiculous. They're special. Yeah. They're special in a way that they're fucking useless. Yeah. No, I bet you're producing videos or something like that. They're useless.
0: I just got the new iPhone 14 Plus.
1: How'd that work out for you tonight?
0: Yeah. See. Yeah, exactly. But why do I stay with iPhone? For one reason. Uh, because at this point, there's so much invested into Mac or Apple. Like yeah. my music, my, every, what I bought, my comic books that I bought. Random books that I bought, you know, it's already so much invested in here that I'm like, I don't want to fucking lose all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I really don't want to lose all this. So
1: that's the same reason I have to buy the new Xbox, because I've got all this money in the rock band and Guitar Hero and all that shit. If I don't get that and get the PS five only, then I'm
2: screwed. I'm I understand that. (laughs) I'm kinda like that with PlayStation, basically. I have games that I bought on PS4 that upscale. Like, I get the free version of the PS5 version once I get it. Those are just games I'm leaving on, like, on the table if I don't get a PS5 eventually.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'll get it. I'll get both of them when I can because I'm not. I'm more Nintendo than either Xbox or PlayStation, but I'm not one of these elitists because I know each console
2: has its pros and cons. Yeah, that's true. I, I never understood that. Like when I was, we you know, we were kids growing up. Whole, our whole thing was to, to collect everything. We were like the Thanos of like gaming consoles back then. Yep. But now it's like we only get one thing, and we stick with that one thing. We hate everything else. Why? Yep.
0: I've always had two of the three consoles. I've never had like the three complete. I've only had like if I had Nintendo, I either had the Xbox or the PlayStation, or I've had Xbox and PlayStation, no Nintendo. Yeah. For the most part, I've always owned a Nintendo like console. I, but the other two, it's always been a toss of the coin. But I've always liked more PlayStation because on my personal taste, I like more JRPGs.
2: So yeah. Those come out more on, on PlayStation. PlayStation. Same, same thing with me. I think I, I didn't have the Wii U.
0: That's the one I didn't have.
2: Yeah. Other than that, I've I've had all like Nintendos. Um,
0: uh, anything Wii I've never owned. Like Wii, Wii U, are the only Nintendo consoles I've
2: never owned. I owned the Wii, but I got it for like my girlfriend at the time, and she just won the Bowyer family. I discovered Zelda, so I played that for a while.
1: Yeah, I had the Wii and the Wii U, and the GameCube and the old 64.
2: The remember, old 64. Remember, the video games used used to sell you consoles, like. I bought a PS2 for Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah. What?
0: <laughs> yeah. did, did, did you did, was so. that, was that like a one of those like I remember when you used to uh there was a point where you could buy like Pizza Hut and give you like a free uh PlayStation disc. And like oh. they would have like the little c- commercials or like oh like you know like to buy certain I, things. And give my, you a demo. Yeah, like the demos, but my my thing was like why on the demo for the Pizza Hut thing, would you have a, like, promotional thing for buying a PlayStation? Like, excuse me, sir, we just bought, we have the demo. <laughs> like, how are we playing this demo unless we
2: have said PlayStation? I, I don't know, but I know that's how I played Tony Hawk for the first time.
1: Yep. I got I, into I, Parappa the Rapper.
2: Oh, yeah, same thing, Parappa the Rapper. Put your turn, it's all in the mic.
1: <laughs> I actually rebought that.
0: On my PlayStation 4. Yeah, the remaster of
2: it. Yeah.
0: Uh Oh, right, PlayStation 4, you just finally became useful again.
2: I literally only play, um, like, I I play uh, Elden Ring on my PS4 or whatever, but I play a couple other games and all. Playing Stray, because I like being a cat. (laughs) But um, I mostly use it for Final Fantasy XIV. If I get a PS5 for Final Fantasy XIV, it's like, you know, I can play it now um it's not it's not gonna be that much of a graphical upgrade like it's it's those but do i really care no not really but i remember back in the day yeah you, you'll buy a console because it has a certain game on there that you go to play on that console mm. i don't think we have that, that that much anymore maybe with playstation with certain games i know ps3 uh, you yeah.
0: have your exclusives
2: yeah
0: uh, i mean xbox has uh exclusive halo and gears
2: yeah, if you're not into Halo and Gears, then you I don't want to say uh, Xbox is useless. Cause that's not true. There's games, but I think now they're finally starting to come out with games I actually do want to play.
0: Well, that, that's the other thing. They they did buy, they have bought some companies. Yeah, they that have this uh, more
2: of a worth,
0: so they can have their their personal games. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. So um, I think now uh, is the best time to buy Xbox because they got new stuff coming, especially if you're into like Elder Scrolls games and stuff like that. But, you know, PlayStation for now, I like
3: JRPGs and I like story-based games.
2: Speaking
0: of stories, Superman went down like a bitch.
2: (laughs) Superman was petty. Yeah. No,
0: I'm talking about his first meeting with the with the uh, Kryptonian trio, with oh, the yeah. Kryptonian NWO,
2: <laughs> and the Kryptonian NWO dressed in black and white they <laughs> caught him. They caught him slipping. They jumped him.
1: I mean, he did put up a fight, but it was three three against one, so there's not really any way he was gonna really win that. Also, this big isolation.
2: Also, this is his first actual fight fight. He's always yeah. overpowered. Like in the first movie, he's not fighting someone on his level. And um, now he's fighting three. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: He took that shit.
2: Yeah. They left him in the ring like a giant. After <laughs> <laughs> they're done. Spray-tainted. You know, we're always going to come back yeah. to that. KWO.
0: Krypton World. Kry- <laughs> Order World Order. Yeah. No, it can't be Kryptonian World Order. It's K H oh, O no.
2: Z W O Zod World Order.
0: Now I was going to say Kryptonian Houston Order. Oh, yeah. K H O. The K K H O. K H O. That's what it is. Man, that sounds like a badass band name. K H O. What's yeah. it called? Kry- Kryptonian Houston Order.
2: Then, um, so, yeah, so he gets his ass beat, right? And he goes off and he's like, wait a minute. So, okay. So he gives up his powers and then he gets his powers back and then he gets ass beat. Because yeah. at that time, they've already started doing stuff and ruining everything. So,
0: I ain't gonna lie though, the scene where he popped up on the, on the, not the balcony, but on the flagpole. Yeah. And he was just like sitting there just talking to them. I thought that was a pretty badass. Like you have like the wind blowing and everything.
2: Yeah.
0: It seemed like something really out of a shot. comic book. Yeah. like, yeah. Really amazing shot.
2: A lot of that stuff kind of like, I think was. What made Superman iconic later on? Those like little moments like that, you know, like that they kind of borrowed and, and kind of like, like Christopher Reeve's gave him his mannerisms that we feel to this very day in a lot of stuff. Mm,
0: yeah, like like better Legosi for Dracula. Yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Boris Karloff. I mean, now you got the, now thing with the Universal monsters, but yeah, like those little attributes that were put on film for the first time that became like strong. Oh, Tony, um, Tony Stark, um, Robert Downey Jr. Being now, he is technically Iron Man. Yeah. With anything, it's now based on on his performance of Iron Man.
2: Yeah. Same thing with Superman. Everything goes back to Christopher Reeves. Now, like, like uh, I like the idea of, um, like, was it uh, not Lois and Clark, but um, what Superman and Lois his name is name of the new show? Yeah, uh,
1: Superman and Lois is the new.
2: Yeah, like how everyone loves it because it has somewhat of that Christopher Reese feel. and like you know, one. just
0: iffy about the suit at the beginning. Is that that dude looks too unnaturally bold. Like you know,
2: he is pretty big though. I saw, I seen him in Teen Wolf. He's pretty huge. Well, don't judge me for watching Teen Wolf.
0: No, no, I, 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 <laughs> I, I've, I've seen him, but the thing is, like, this show was kind of like it kind of reminded me of like a Shazam. You know, like yeah, he, well, he is built for the part. But they add more padding so it looks unnatural where like your suit like your your neck sticks out and your suit kind of looks
2: like this well um you know i mean oh, i know what you mean well you're talking about the old old suit um on the supergirl supergirl show he had a different suit that he has on like superman lois like they realized oh this is dumb we need to change it only thing is you haven't watched superman lois have
0: you i watched the first episode
2: Okay, the first suit he has in the Superman Lois, that Golden Age suit, I wish they would have just kept that for the rest of the show. That was really cool looking. I would have loved that. That would have been a cool like um a way to like make him look different from the the movie Henry Cavill Superman enough, where Dick is stay on their own is two different things.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of has that. Uh, reminded me more of that. Similar to Earth One Superman by yeah. uh, how do you say his name? Straczynski. Oh, I don't okay. know. Uh, uh, Vincent, we did the episode with Ghostbusters.
1: J. Michael Straczynski.
0: Yes, him. He uh, he's the one who wrote uh Superman Earth One. Oh. And he did the uh, the three volumes. There was a there's a scene where well not a scene but like where he wrote that Superman's costume was made by his mom. Yeah. And like in the in the show, he like he comes down and the kid tells him like cool suit and he's all like oh thanks, my mom made it and he like flies away. <laughs> yes. sat there, And I I always remember that's that that scene reminded me of like him reminding like how he got the suit in, yeah. in the Earth one. Like, you know, she was also naming talking about like, Oh, um, I just want people to see your face so you don't have nothing to hide. Yeah. You know, and then she said, like, not like the dark figure from Gotham, like <laughs> he's always in the dark, but like people need to see you're not a threat, you're a presence that you are there to help. And I thought like, th- th- though, like that, those, the whole concept like of that conversation always stuck with me, like it actually, that's the comic book that made me like start trying to be like, oh, let me get into Superman more and more and yeah. <laughs> So I always have to thank Earth, Superman Earth-1 for actually making me, like, look into Superman's, like, mythology and all that.
2: I think they did the same thing or something similar with Superman. Like, No, not Superman, Lois, but Lois and Clark, the New Adventures of Superman. His mom made his suit, and that was, like, a big deal that happened. In in and I think they referenced that in that show as well. But I like... Um, I, I like how... Um, Christopher Reeves is known for being Superman now. Even, like, different takes on the and stuff. I, I, don't, I don't like that it's always compared to him because, you know, he did his own thing. But that was perfect casting. Yeah. Back then, that was perfect casting.
0: Yeah, he... Technically, if it's not him, it's uh, the guy who did the animated series voice. Because I've mentioned this, I do think of voices when I read my comics.
2: Yeah, like, of course, um, you know, Batman's voice. is so only one Batman. <laughs> Kevin Conroy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, I, don't, I can never do the whole. Where is she?
2: Where is she? You know, like, like <laughs> well, I don't know why they went with that voice for Batman for the other two movies. Like he Nolan
0: had one.
2: Yeah, because he had he had the perfect voice in Batman Begins, and he just started being more like weird in it.
0: Maybe he he's smoked more cigarettes. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I mean, it's tough fighting crime. You, may have, you have to have your Marlboros with you.
0: Yeah, you know, Marlboros. And then, I mean, he's up all night. He got to drink his cappuccinos, Uh, you know.
2: What do you do if you're in Gotham? Well, first off, you need to move out of Gotham if you're there. What if, you do if you're in Gotham and you just walking down the street hoping not to get mugged? Oh, yeah. You look up, you still see Batman on top of a roof, just taking a drag of a cigarette. <laughs> just. Just out in the rain, just smoking.
0: Cape Cape blowing in the wind. Yeah, It's like, like, oh, shit. Then you see, like, a little puff.
2: (laughs) A random puff. Oh, fuck, he's on break. (laughs) Let's let's change it up a little. What if you're a villain? What if you're, like, a criminal? And you stumble upon Batman, and Batman's vaping. (laughs) He's just vaping on the roof.
0: I I, I don't know. For some reason, I'd probably be like, how long you been vaping? Like, (laughs) I don't know, just randomly asked, like, are you in your 15 minute break?
2: <laughs> He's in his bat, they pay for it with his back credit card.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. I guess. <laughs> Dude, okay. we, just, we just
0: got Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And visit just pulled up Batman I was disappeared.
1: Yeah. get out of here. Anyway, um,
2: we we're, like, were like, we like, felt like Jim Gordon for a moment. We were talking, we turn around, you're just gone. <laughs>
1: that's how it goes. Yeah, no, it's that's another thing is like when I was little, Christopher Reeve always like y'all say it was perfect to me because it's like yeah, that's Superman. know, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I did watch the George Reeves show and stuff like that. Like, the, you know, from black and white to color and stuff. And I was into that, but it was always Christopher Reeves. It was always him.
1: Yeah. And like, I did watch the George Reeves one, Reeves one too, and it just. He he looked it, but it was like, OK, that's that's what Superman was. Yeah, this
2: is what Superman is. That's yeah, I always looked at him. That's true. He had a commanding voice. He, the way he played Clark versus like the way he played Superman And then like bringing it back to that particular movie, we kind of saw like a a third performance from him, I guess, because we've always seen him as like we see him early. we was younger as as Clark, but you know they, they had a different actor playing him, of course, three different actors played him. At that point, you know, kid, teenager, so so forth. But we saw a younger Clark when he was playing the character, how he went into like the Clark we know who's a bumbling do-gooder. And we see like the commanding always in control, even if the, the woman who's interviewing you wants you to see her panties, using usually, usually an X-ray vision kind of guy. Yeah. Like he's always like in control. But in Superman two, we see him without his powers, trying to be a normal person without any any kind of acting like who is clark kent when he's not superman yeah but 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 you also
0: kind of see him forget that he's not superman
2: (laughs) yeah he, he realizes he has to be superman that's part of him that's who he is he can't turn it off it is who he is i think he forgot that for a moment because uh he was in love and wanted to have a normal life which i understand but he has always been both one part of him he had to hide, and one part of him he had to play up a lot to be able to hide the, the part of him that was a true him. So when he puts on his suit, that's him being himself without having to hide who he is. And when you get rid of that, then who are you?
0: Well, I think that's actually the, the really good dynamic between Batman and Superman. Yeah, uh, The men the men in the actual superhero suit Is actually who they are Compared to the men they have to play
2: Yeah I think that's one of the characteristics They have in common, like you're saying And that's probably what Cost probably their best, best friends is. Yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, that, that movie Experimented with that on the big screen Because I don't think we've seen that like In any, any other media before that think so
0: maybe in the comic books but not
2: yeah and um the fact that he was able to give that performance of i'm just a regular guy and i don't have to be bubbling clark anymore to hide the fact that i'm superman because i'm not superman i mean the realization that he is superman no matter if he has powers or not that was very interesting that it's not his powers that makes him superman he just is yeah and then he gets his ass whooped. I think he gets his powers back. So yeah. Ass. <laughs> well,
0: Without it with. It, it does kind of show you his humanity, though. <laughs> yeah. Going back to do whatever he did.
2: <laughs> yeah. So what happens after he, he takes that ass whooping? He um, regroups. And I can't remember what happens after that. I think he puts together a plan to take them down fine. Yeah.
1: Well, he got out of there after he got his ass whooped by Zod and them and just took off to his fortress of solitude and Luther got them to go or told them he knew where he was going and took him up there and that's when Superman enacted his ultimate plan Yeah. by letting it slip that he could lose his powers by getting into the machine but he had reversed the machine so that while he was in it he was safe
2: and everybody else lost their powers. Yeah.
0: One of the greatest scenes of all
2: time to be honest. Yeah. It's funny that um we really analyzed it. The fact that he couldn't as they were destroying everything and taking away everything he realized he gave him his powers, he gave the strength and stuff. It's funny that he finally defeats them by using, just outsmarting them. Hey, brain oh, over brawn. All those punches, all that fighting, uh, at the very end of the day, he had to use his brain to just outsmart them to win it in. Yep,
0: well, I think that I think that was actually the best way to do it because, like I said, I always thought Superman was OP, so to actually see him use you know a noggin, yeah, something, and even then, I would, sometimes will think about like, oh, comic books say, oh, that. Superman is well knowledge in so much parts of uh, fighting and all that, but you never see it. Yeah, because all it takes is one punch. Yeah, you know, but it, he kind of does have the uh, the Spider Man, uh, not uh, like backlash. I guess you want to say uh, when Doc Ock became Spider Man. Uh he punched crazy. somebody and damn near killed him and he's all like, Well, I didn't even know he was holding back. Yeah. Like he, yeah. like Superman himself, like he if he was really angered and he wanted to punch you in the face, uh, you ain't gonna live.
2: They have Man. a they have a whole scene in like the Justice League about that. Where he fights Darkseid side. And he, and he says his line, like he feels like he's walking through a world made of cardboard. Yeah. And he finally just hits hits him one time, like with all full strength. It's having fly through buildings. Pretty mm-hmm. reckless, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is that the anime series one we're talking about?
2: Yeah, I think it was, like, the last... What was the finale? I uh, think,
0: of, oh, is uh, that when the dude died? Uh, that police officer, he ended up... Uh, dark That was, like, a dark-ass ending to that fucking season.
2: Yeah. I don't know if that's the same episode, but I remember it being really dark. It's a dark ending. But... Um, yeah, Luther. I think Luther dies, doesn't he, in the finale? Because he, he had bonded with Brandy Well, I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking about this show from like early two thousands, especially you guys to remember. <laughs>
0: um, Damn, I think I what really you're watch. I think you're thinking about the uh, Justice League uh, series. But uh, I thought um, um, Luther had cancer, so he bonded with um, Brainiac. Yeah, that, that's when he found out he had cancer.
2: Oh, okay, so I guess
0: yeah, I that that's how dark the damn show went. They fucking that's told what, you about cancer.
2: Shit, you did remember it then. <laughs> Never mind.
0: Uh, I actually do recently watched those episodes, like Like uh, the animated stuff, I actually am a very big fan of animated TV shows. Um, like for me, shows that are past 30 or 20 minutes, it's very hard for me to maintain a uh, focus on them. That's why it's, a lot of people sometimes tell me, "Oh, have you watched this? Have you watched that?" And my first question is... Is it past this certain amount of time? Because if it is past, like, uh, the 30-minute the mark, I'm kind of in a situation of... It's not that I don't want to watch the show. It's that I just lose focus.
2: Attention's bad.
0: Yeah, it's, uh like, I know that... Like, uh, movies are movies, but I'll at least that tells me I'm going to get to the end of it by the yeah. end of the, the hour and a half. Uh, TV shows like unless you can keep me focused within those unless you have like a plot middle point where it's like oh this will make me want to keep watching the episode then I'm like mm. I
2: understand that I, my thing is I like to smoke weed when I'm watching TV and if things are simple that's cool if these get too complex and too hard to follow you throw me off like I quit Game of Thrones season 4 because it was just too much happening all at once to keep up with.
0: <laughs> oh, I just couldn't keep up with all the goddamn names.
2: All, all the names, all the stuff that's happening. People are doing something somewhere. Other people are doing stuff other, other places. It somehow comes together somehow or whatever, and it's a lot, and I, I couldn't keep up with all that shit happening. When I reading
1: the books. There's more characters, and some of them have the same sounding names. They changed yeah. names for the show.
2: I, I listened to the audio um, version of the. Oh, was it? Song of Ice and Fire? hmm Oh, and, uh,
0: yeah. yeah. My wife read that to me in Korean. That's pretty cool. cool. She she actually had the books in Korean, like, years before, like, when I met her. And then I'm like, hey, you want to watch Game of Thrones? And she's all like, oh, what is that? Like, I knew she liked dragons and medieval stuff and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, I hear this is the kind of show. Because I hadn't even watched Game of Thrones until it was on season four. Yeah, so like I hear all this, you know, maybe it's a show you like, and then she's watching and she hears the name. She's like, Oh, this is extremely familiar, yeah. And it's like, Oh, it's uh, it's it's uh, and then I, I've watched, like, you know, how you read the credits, that says, Oh, it's based on uh, whatever fire. And I'm like, she's like I'm like, I, when I told her that, she's all like, She just goes to the room, comes back, pulls out a copy. And it's right there. she's like, "I have the Korean version of it." I'm like, "Fuck me sideways."
2: <laughs> That's like, um, like you get, like I don't know. It gets complicated sometimes. Sometimes like books are really complicated compared to like watching a movie. Like Dune is like difficult to get into as a as a book, but the movie did a great job adapting it for people who didn't really get the concepts.
0: Because I, I the, watched the, the the original or the first, like new the the first one of the two, the first new one
2: is um uh, pretty much the most accurate and the, probably the best adaptation of Doom can get. Like uh, we had the we had the miniseries and of course we had the original movie, but um I did I watched some of that back in the day I really I understood it but it's kind of weird the way they approached it. I read the book recently and um. Cause i want to read the whole series because the whole series of books yeah, i hear it really really good the first ones the hardest to get through and it's a lot of concepts that don't really don't really explain but as soon as i saw the trailer for the new movie i recognized everything i understood so sometimes you need the visual aspect of it to understand
0: what you need to do is you need to watch the dune you need to listen to the dune com- like comparison the Nimrod Generation podcast. That's what you need to be doing. Yeah, I may need <laughs> to do
1: that.
2: <laughs> I may need to do that.
1: Yeah, because I go into
2: the book he, and he goes yeah,
0: he, he goes into full-on detail on those.
2: Uh, let me ask you, have you ever just read the first or are you, are you reading the whole series? I've read
1: the first two
2: and I was
0: going to read the third, but I just kind of let it trail off. Oh, uh, what Jim asked is did we talk about well, what we talked about were the, the original first movie, uh, we talked about the first, well, since now this movie looks like it's being a two-parter,
2: who this knows, Hollywood might,
0: best- just may, might make it a three-parter.
2: It is, it's going to be, um, like, it's going to be a three-parter? Yes, yeah, well, it's going to be the, the, the first two movies, or the first book, and then the, the third movie's going to be, or what, it was the follow-up? Hmm. Uh, what was it?
1: The second of Dune.
2: Yeah, I think right. That was the second one. I think that's yeah, I think what
1: the second one was Children of Doom, and I think the third oh. was God Emperor of Doom.
2: Yeah, was it? Was there one called the Messiah? Something I forgot.
3: Oh, Doom Messiah. Yeah, I
2: think Doom Messiah is going to be the
3: third one, the third movie.
0: But yeah, he read the book. He's watched the original one. He made me. Whoa, he made me watch the director's cut to that one too. Not director's, but the. Uh,
1: It is a fan extended version that kind of explains more, puts more of the book into the movie. Yeah,
0: That actually was a good way, how he showed it to me was actually kind of a good way to introduce people into the Dune universe if you want to catch the old stuff.
2: It's hard to get into because um, science fiction wasn't, like writing, wasn't like that back then. So there's a lot of concepts that are just new and you know, you have to explain it in a way that makes sense, where there's nothing else to go off of. Like I can see right now, a time a time travel book. I can say like, Back to the Future. He'll be, be like, okay, that makes sense. There was nothing like that for Dune. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's heady and difficult and some themes that you can, like you may not be able to get your head around. But yeah, I think the movie did a really good job of adapting just like superman 2 did a good job of, a, of adapting superman for the second time
0: yeah well the era superman
2: uh, that era superman yes
0: i think that's i think that's what some people have to take to consideration whenever they watch even well i'm sorry superman three and four they have nothing to do with the era. i don't know yeah. what they, they were they were just trying to appeal to an audience and i think that's where they screwed up really really big um to senor vincent they know they do not exist and apparently me and jim right now are talking about a parallel universe that does not exist
2: Well, the problem with those movies is like the first two were warner brothers because they were filmed together and the rights with the canon i think right for um third movie and the fourth movie mm. so it was like a different different studio made those
3: So it's like, um, basically,
2: it's like, the deal is, because they made it, they were made by a different studio, they had to, like, try to bring in a different audience, so they had Richard Pryor in the second one, and for some reason, someone got Richard Pryor, who was a big comedian at the time, and made up a computer genius, and it was... And it wasn't like he was already a computer genius he's just a guy who just happens to be good at computers so i don't know it was weird and then like i, I don't know I, I like the fourth one i like the quest for peace it's bad but i like it yeah i like it anyway i guess it's just like nuclear man for some reason
1: yeah it's not i watched the third one and i was like eh, i guess and then the fourth one i was oh, I don't know. Um and those two, I have not watched more than. Maybe twice. But like I went, the second one I go to, I went to a lot and the first one definitely watched one once. I, mean, you know,
2: I, I watched the fourth one a lot like I used to, that's the one that showed on TV a lot as well. That's probably why. But I like the fourth one on uh, the third. one, I like that more than the third, of course, the whole robot thing at the end where where. I forgot who gets well, someone gets sucked into a supercomputer. Was that Maxwell Lord in the in the third one? Or was uh, it the was third them? one? I can't remember if that that was supposed to be Maxwell Lord or, or whatever, but, but Lex was in the third one right for I remember. And I think he was in the I know he's in the fourth one because he made nuclear man. But I don't think he was in the third. I think they had Maxwell Lord instead, or a different character t- entirely. I haven't seen it
1: yeah, for It was Robert Vaughn played the bad guy in Two Man
2: Three. I'll look it up later, but I can't remember. But that one was really weird. That was just a weird movie. Like I could, I could see nuclear men existing. That makes sense. Like we've we already had Kryptonians in the second movie, um, creating a living being through science, which is weird that Lex. I mean, Lex already had science abilities. For some reason he wanted he wanted to own land. He started like inventing stuff. But I can see him creating life through science versus like the whole supercomputer stuff and three. That was just weird
4: for
3: me.
1: I didn't really like the whole
2: dark Superman thing and all that stuff. But yeah, Oh, yeah, that was cool though. He gets to a fight with himself. (laughs) Like, it was dumb, but the fight was cool.
0: I feel like my life was Superman 3 at one point.
2: Oh, did did you notice on Superman 3 his suit gets darker when he gets like, like evil a little? And then, like, um, how he's like, like flicking peanuts and breaking stuff. And he's just like a complete dick, getting drunk, walking around, being an asshole. Is, Drunk. That
0: they, is that where they got the idea for the Venom
2: suit? Uh, like, like Superman three, maybe.
0: And if that's the truth, damn, that's sad. I,
2: don't, I, I like, I like Venom. I think it's cool.
0: Oh, Venom's cool, but Superman three yeah. was not cool.
2: Oh, Superman three was not cool.
1: Yeah, and no, it was Robert Vaughn's sister in the film that got turned into the
2: cyborg. Oh, that's what it was. It was her that got turned into a cyborg. That was always creepy to me as a kid. Yeah. I remember that being pretty creepy. I wonder if that scared kids. Well, I, I was a kid. I was scared, so I guess they did scare kids.
0: I wonder how they got Richard Pryor in there.
2: Uh, he was just popular at the time, and they gave him money. <laughs> so basically, he was like, oh, oh
0: God, they, it. they didn't Kevin Asher just cut him off, like, I mean, got him off the side of his show and be like, hey, you want to be in a Superman movie? <laughs> I
2: mean, he was just high at the time. But it's funny because he wasn't like a, he wasn't like, well, I guess he was going through a phase of, like, Starting to do more kids kids movies or not kids movies, but more family friendly movies. Family
1: friendly stuff like this.
2: Seth, that movie, The Toy. Yeah, and that one where he adopts a bunch of kids, right, or something like I forgot what it was. Something by the dozen. No, no, no. Sure by the dozen. I can't think of what it's called, but I remember he had. A, I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about Richard Pryor's filmography. Yeah. Film <laughs> we're talking about Superman.
1: I mean, besides, it's just like. You know, anyone successful comedian put him in a movie like Kevin Hart. Yeah, he could have easily.
2: looking easy. for money. Yeah. If they if they did a Superman three, who do you think they would get for the Richard Pryor role?
3: The yeah. curiosity. Like
0: nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays, maybe Kevin Hart. To be honest, maybe Kevin Hart. Um, was another. Not Cat Williams, not definitely not Cat Williams.
2: I don't think Dave Chappelle would be in that kind of situation, but Dave, would be, Dave, you know, Dave probably...
0: Chappelle would. Dave Chappelle would be perfect, but he would refuse the role. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know. I don't know who's hot right now. I don't think
3: there's that many comedians who
2: could be in that. Right.
0: Like comedian wise, oh man, that's.
2: I mean, you never know who's gonna show up. Like, I never, I never thought I'd see um, what's his name? Ah, uh, fuck, it's flying out of my head right now. Uh, Bill, Bill Burr in in Star Wars. <laughs> I never thought I'd see that. It'd actually be a, a fan favorite character too. Who's he? Ah, uh, he's his one character. He used to be a former stormtrooper, and um, well, he's he's in the Mandalorian. Have you watched the Mandalorian? I watched season one. I was not he, he was in season two, right?
1: Yeah, I think he was in season two.
2: No, wait, 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 wait.
3: Um, no, he was. He was
2: in season one and two. Because oh, wait,
0: wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, you're talking about the guy. He wasn't a Mandalorian. Was he a, a like he bought the suit from the Mandalorian?
2: No, no, uh, he was like one of the criminals. They, they do like a whole like break into like this space, like, um, ship prison thing to get somebody out. That's season yeah. one. That's season one. He was in that again, like, he shows up with a bigger prominent role in season two in an in episode. Mm. And it's funny because he talks so much shit about Star Wars that he ended up in Star Wars.
0: That's how it normally happens.
3: Supposedly he was cast because it would be funny.
0: <laughs> this dog, I'm just guys, just keep. on oh, my bad, I just gotta focus on that little fucker too. <laughs> he trying to bite my damn cables right now. <laughs> That's what you get for getting a Uh Even though I got screwed out of some money. Hey, does anybody want to go to Lubby and whoop somebody's ass? <laughs> Apparently, uh, our vet say he's not a full-breed uh, Yorkie. But he has some uh, skin condition and all this other stuff. I already got to pay enough money as it is. But you know what? This is a weird family as it is. So, welcome to La Casa, my little good friend.
2: You never... I just got... I recently just got a little kitten. You never know when you find a new family member.
0: I saw the pictures, man. Cute cat. So.
2: <laughs> Appreciate it. Let me tell you how I got this cat. Oh. I was at my job, and um, for listeners, I work at a car dealership. It Doesn't really matter, <laughs> just for reference of what happened. Um, I was at my job, and a customer came in because he heard a sound coming from the back of his his vehicle. It turned out that a kitten was stuck under beat his vehicle, like right where the, the spare tire. It's it's a Lincoln, so like the the tire lowers down like a little crank.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: and a kitten was stuck like in the frame between the tires somehow like barely stuck there little small little thing and he had driven on like a, on a, um, a freeway <laughs> with the kitten in there speeding for a long period of time and the cat survived that so like as soon as we got
3: the cat out I was like I'm going to keep this cat it's, it's a fighter That
0: that's usually a good way That's a good sign.
2: Yeah, I mean, shit. Like, I can't imagine being that small, not knowing what a vehicle is. And, like, you're, like, stuck in this thing, and you can die at any moment for, like, probably 30 minutes. That's crazy. Holding on for dear life. Yeah. For that long.
3: But you you never know when you get a new member of your family. Yeah.
0: Uh, Dusty, welcome to the Nimrod family. (laughs) Welcome to my family outside Nimrod, but you're a Nimrod guy, so give him some skin.
2: You should become a plumber, so you'd be the dog of a plumber. Wait, what? <laughs> you should become a plumber, so you could be the, the dog of a plumber. <laughs> you heard that? Dusty
3: Dusty Rose reference. Yep. He
1: can't be the son of a plumber.
3: Yeah.
0: That is very true. Guess I gotta learn. I got it from Super Mario. I guess I got to play tonight. Get my degree. (laughs) Ball on hard times. Hang on. That was was an epic ass. Uh, Promo. Promo, yeah.
2: He dropped epic promos like left and right.
0: He was the rock before the rock even came out. (laughs) Yeah. I was about to say, don't tell me this motherfucker's about to take another pee. He's already dropped about motherfucker. Already dropped another pink. God damn it, motherfucker. Already dropped like y'all see how many times I already left this damn screen. No, <laughs> your damn fault. Right. like seriously, where where does it all come from? I understand you're... I, I, why aren't you shitting? That's what I want to know. I think you'd rather clean up.
3: Like, uh, do you really want that?
0: <laughs> it's easier to find. Hey.
3: What, what are you what are you cutting your what are you waiting on now what the hell is this? yeah,
0: we gotta make a video of this cause this is
3: <laughs> listeners like,
0: what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this will be the extended uh, nimrod fucking who, who, who's gonna edit this let it be your cut <laughs> it's gonna be the vincent cut it's gonna be the leo cut it's gonna be the jim cut
3: Got it. It. we're
2: basically oh, the like
0: um oh crap yeah see exactly that's why i'm like what the fuck do you have you know what i'm gonna put it inside this little compartment you don't what the hell are
2: you eating I think we're basically there with the movie. He tricks them uh, into losing their powers. And then he goes and... He like, becomes a dick. He's <laughs> a dick. He a petty bitch. And then he, hey. flies, then he flies into space and smiles at the camera. And he winks. Apparently for some vampire to see him a couple years later
0: and say, I finally saw the sunrise. <laughs>
1: well, the vampire saw it in the theaters, fool. But-
2: Maybe he saw
0: it at the dollar cinema many years later.
2: I used to love the dollar cinema. I saw, I saw Batman Forever there, and I saw just Dread for some reason. Yeah. Was cinema six a dollar cinema? Yeah, I think. No, it was cheap, though. What was it? No, it, it was wasn't.
0: cheap. It was cheap, because if you went on a Saturday morning, before yeah. it was six, it was two fifty. Yeah. $2.50. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That was the place to go, especially if you want to get a little bit of action in it, you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) I don't know about any action. All I know is I was eating my popcorn, and I looked down. There's a cockroach there. I said, sup. He said, sup, to me. He went on his business.
2: Yep. Back in the day. But I remember going to um, Dollar Theater. I used to see all my movies there because, you know, family was poor. (laughs) I've seen a
1: ton of movies at the Dollar Theater.
2: Same way. It was great. We didn't care. We don't care. We'll have to see it again. Yeah. Now you can't do that because as soon as you, um, as soon as a new Marvel movie comes out, some dick goes online and like immediately starts putting spoilers everywhere. Or they, uh, they start putting spoilers in their YouTube thumbnails.
0: You know what I hate? Like, okay, it's weird. I don't know. Like, when I remember when avengers the first avengers movie came out jim you were doing your 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 original uh jim wolfwood podcast i believe yeah uh or something like that was it was it jim wolfwood when uh, avengers came out
2: i think we we're doing like movie Jim's movies of junk
0: okay so jim was doing a podcast and he wrote a rant on facebook about and that's before Avengers comes. So I think you saw it online before it actually came out. Yeah. So I remember reading that, and you were talking about how Captain America is just barking orders and it's just all this. And then my whole thing was like he saw the movie. I remember you saying you saw it online, but then mm-hmm. I also remember that the movie had came out in Japan, Spain, England, Mexico in all these other countries, and then when you look at the release date for the United States, it's the last one. Yeah. It's so like an American-made movie, and yet we are the last to actually fucking release it.
2: I, I think I know why. i just talking it out my ass. I don't really know, like, the facts about this. It's just me talking about, you know, what I think happened. Mm-hmm. Um, those movies weren't really under Disney at the time. I think Disney bought Marvel... Around the Avengers, I think.
0: No, they bought it. I was working in RDC when they bought it.
2: Well, I mean, was the closer run of time? Because I know like th- that's the reason why they don't have the rights to the Hulk. Because all these movies were financed by Marvel. And uh, they had got different studios to make them. And so well,
0: all the studio different studios bought different rights to different heroes. Of course, 20th Century Fox bought the rights to X-Men, Sony bought the rights to Spider-Man. That's why the whole issue just happened like two or three years ago. Yeah, we, we weren't about to get a No Way Home because Marvel and Sony were not meeting eye to eye on who was yeah. getting what money.
2: But, but that's um, that, that's a different deal because that that was done before Marvel became his own studio. Marvel became his own studio for um, the MCU, and their first official movie was um, Iron Man. But Iron Man was like what I forgot what studio it was, but I know Paramount, like
0: Paramount. Paramount. Iron Man. Iron Man was by Paramount. Uh, when he became the mcu as iron man was paramount universal was the hulk
3: yeah
0: uh the incredible hulk uh, thor was paramount as well by the way i think i believe yeah and after that who was the other hero that came out um it was i, I think Cap- that was it oh captain america no well, was captain america paramount and thor was dream oh, no. I, I think the reason
2: why um because i think universal already had the right the movie rights to hulk because they they already did a hulk movie so i think that's why he went to universal i think all the rest was paramount and if there were more the distributors versus like the actual owners of the films and like i think disney bought them right before avengers but i think what happened like to get back to uh why i think that happened how it was released like that i think it was a big purchase and they wanted to like you know, they make more money overseas than doing, you know, domestically. I think they put it out first to make sure that it would be financially successful before it hit America.
0: Because I think the yep. whole Marvel being bought by Disney was... It, it was... it was done before the Star Wars thing, right? 100%. Yeah.
2: Yeah, before they bought uh, Lucas... Oh uh, was it? Was it called? LucasArts? LucasArts. yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I, th- I thought I was wrong for a moment. But um Lucasfilm? Lucasfilm, yeah. LucasArt's the video game company, right?
0: Oh yeah. I will always remember that crappy ass Star Wars fighting game.
2: They
1: officially right. bought on December thirty first,
2: two thousand nine. Yeah, Dude. Iron Man came out two thousand eight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think this
1: so. film in 2012.
0: So then Marvel, then the first Marvel official film under the DC moniker was? Probably Iron Man. Well, Iron Man Part
2: 2. I think, Thor. right? Thor. Oh, Thor?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, you know what? We have, we have the internet. <laughs> I think
0: uh, Thor me. would be the one. But the thing is, like, since everybody had owned the rights to all the other franchises, I think they had to buy them off the other franchise. That's why it took forever for the X-Men yeah. to actually get on the...
2: Uh... Uh, this is yeah. the
1: first uh,
2: Marvel movie under Disney was The Avengers. Okay, so, yeah, so it was The Avengers. Because um, you also and got hired to... Josh Whedon's ass. Yeah, but you also got to understand that um, because of production a lot of these movies were already in production where the deal was going on to buy it. So so they were probably released like later on, but they were still like made, basically made by other companies.
0: Except except uh I Incredible think Hulk, it, Iron Man and Thor.
2: Yeah, I I I always thought that like maybe they got it around the time of Iron Man 2 cuz Iron Man 2 came out before the Avengers. But I guess not.
3: I guess it was Avengers, it was their first movie.
0: Yep, because I remember I went with Mr. Joe Gonzalez.
3: Oh yeah. But that was fun.
0: <laughs> I don't remember half that night.
3: Yeah, I know why.
0: <laughs> oh man. So we have spoken A lot About all the randomness there is And honestly throw in A bunch of season one You know plugs, medias um, Easter eggs (laughs) But We're gonna have to end this episode Just as we will have to end this one year But Season two is already in the works Season 2 is already being recorded, some of it. So, believe it or not, somehow, we have been... How, how do you say it, Vincent? We we have been issued a season 2.
2: Picked up for a second season.
0: We have been picked up for a second season. By choice of our own.
2: <laughs> yeah. You greenlit, you greenlit yourself.
0: We greenlit yep. ourselves, yeah. <laughs> In Brightest Day and Darkest Nights. About all (laughs) that, (laughs)
3: yeah, a a lot of dark nights, I
0: guess. (laughs) (laughs) But um, before we go on on the plugs and everything, and this is why Mr. Jim is always an honored guest and everything. Um, I want to reflect back on the on the season, the year, say what were some fun times we've had and not not we've had or like, you know, like what are we thankful for what we have done this season or not?
2: I'm thankful for um, just being able to be a part of this, to be honest. Like we're friends. So
4: uh,
2: the audience doesn't know this, but we do this. We we basically have a call together. We all do the podcast together. And then sometimes when the show is over, we just talk. I, I just I just enjoy that, that we just talk about shit. And it's not even content. It's just, it could be, but it's just us talking.
0: Yeah, a lot of the times I actually want to hit record and just say, let's just throw a random episode in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's it's real. It's not like um, we're just some people to get together and we just do a show and then we just go our ways. Like we, Well, we did it. We're done. It's not like that. We... This is shit that we'll talk about when we're not recording, basically.
1: Yeah, just for an example of that, there was a lot of Star Wars stuff that did not get on the sidetrack to Gotham.
2: Yeah, because be that would be a hell of an episode if we just left everything in. Yeah. Like, we just talk. We just like talking. And that's one of my favorite things. Is um, okay, That sounds weird, but friendship. <laughs> Just friendship in general. I'm thankful for that, basically.
3: All right. Mr. V, at the boy. Yeah, Uh, pretty much the
1: same kind of notes. You know, just doing being able to do this, and then like Jim said, we we kind of extend things, and it's it's not just about talking only about what's on here. Okay, we got. We hit our points, made our our length of whatever uh episode we wanted and then now we're done. You know, we we talk about other shit, we, we do other things and vent other stuff that can't be broadcast in public. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just continuation
3: of that kind
4: of thing.
0: for myself sounds like a broken record at this point (laughs) yeah but no it's um the same way i talked to jim outside like we us three we've done it outside you know like we we get off the conversation of the recording part and then do our talks and everything but it's to me i've learned a lot of editing uh a lot of um i'm still working on actually like I know jim's told me about you know like how to push stuff forward i need to work on that too still work in progress we hopefully we get that in season two uh but honestly real talk it's been a really fun ride experience for not the learning curve but the fact is it always never feels like a job yeah and it uh, it's a hobby and it's not a hobby that I look at and just go, fuck, oh, I, I don't want to do this this week. I don't want to, you know, like, I know there's points where, like, maybe you'll go to band practice or something and want to go be like, I don't feel like going, I'm too hungover, I'm too this, I'm too that, or I don't want to do this. Or, like, you want to go to work and just see it and just be like, I don't even want to be there. Yeah. So, like, I see opportunities to do this podcast and actually enjoy it i actually have a so much fun some episodes probably we don't even know what the hell we're talking about um we we don't we never actually plan any of this we don't plan what we're gonna say what we're gonna do some of them i want to say maybe one or two we did and actually those turn out to be some of the weird episodes the best episodes is still the ones that we don't even fucking we don't even Tell each other what we're gonna say, we just fucking do it yep. and those are the those are the the ones where I'm like, man, th- like I remember just listening to them and just going as I'm editing them and be like, man th- why did we say that? Why did we start talking about this? Why do we do this i'll like I'll pause like the the whole editing process and just be like that was great let let me listen to that again, <laughs> you know like so it's 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 always a lot of fun, and I'm that's why I'm so appreciative that We did this podcast uh, The whole idea literally came from the fact That me and Vincent would always Have lunch together And yeah. we would always Do And I'm going back to episode one We would always watch TV shows Together we would always and then we would rant We would talk you know And then we'd be like I, I, One time I told him like Why don't we do this for a podcast You know like we already do it here at work. And by that point, too, like, the pandemic had hit and everything. And me and Vincent weren't even taking lunch no more. <laughs> it was, yep. it, it's kind of weird to say, it like, that. like not weird, but, like, it's, we weren't So I didn't have, like, my, my rant buddy and have, like, my friend to actually talk about all this stuff. And I know Jim, I always... Wanted to bring him along. He had his podcast. He's done a couple of things with the, with the media before, and I knew a hundred percent this is the guy that i always want to be. Hell, if I can't make it on a day, I know he would have my back and do it with Vincent or awesome. the other way around. You know, like so. It's it's been it's been a hell of a ride for one year. Um, we're we're gonna try to stay more active. <laughs> have more episodes than just 39 40 episodes that we did this year that's pretty good though yeah so yeah i i think oh man let's let's keep shooting let's keep doing this and um from the bottom of my heart i
2: thank the both of you I right, Thank you. Cause let me tell you this. So let me interrupt you for a moment. Um, you had mentioned that we were going to do a show together and um, I had forgotten. I'll be honest with you. It wasn't really fully scheduled <laughs> like. <laughs> but I knew it was happening eventually and I just kind of forgot. I had a bad week. A very bad week and I get a message from you today and you it's like, you're still doing it? It's a gift of Superman. And I'm like, oh shit, I get to talk about Superman today. It it just makes me feel better. Like, oh fuck yeah, I get to talk about Superman today. It's those random moments where I get those texts. Hey, you wanna talk about Swamp Thing? It's like, hell yeah, I wanna talk about Swamp Thing. It's like it's cool, you know? And um it's fun. It's a fun thing. And yeah, I really I really do appreciate that. Like it's it's a way to just get stuff that we care about that other people might care about. A lot of people might not care about Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut, but some people do. And hey, we care about it. We get to talk about it and really go into details about it. And I'm very much appreciative of that.
0: Well, I think we went into details and extra details.
2: Yeah. It's, it's fun to talk about it, and talk about the little stuff, and drop all our useless knowledge that we'll never be able to use in real world conversations. Not in one of, not a one of us to go up to a person and say hey did you know richard donner didn't finish superman two <laughs> you know that'll never happen yeah
1: not, not many randos it, it is really cathartic and it's just like it can it can change the way you feel about yeah. a day or thing. like you said you know it's like get get a topic just bring it on. It's it's good to get listeners and, and have an audience and everything, but it's also good to just talk about it and put it out there.
2: Yeah. So, you, you never know with someone um, who had just watched something that's very obscure or not really talked about anymore, and all of a sudden, they find a podcast talking about that thing.
1: Yep. And that's one thing I, I hope somebody can find us and just hey I, I remember that too or I I know what they're talking about Yeah. just like feel like you're part of the conversation because that's what
3: podcasts are for I feel yeah okay. well, with that being said
0: Mr. Jim where can they find you at?
2: i'm on twitter under jimmy glam and on youtube is jimmy glam but i put most of my content on TikTok under golf cat daddy don't don't judge and it's a lot of like drag makeup stuff so the makeup and goth stuff then there you go
0: hey you've already mentioned it before Hey, do what you keep doing. Doing it it's, amazing, man.
2: It's hard to explain to people because people are like, "What do you What do you do?" I'm like, I dress up for fun. <laughs> it it's, it's basically was it started off as a trolling thing that went too far. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so that's basically it.
0: All right. I and- get more
1: into it. Just tell people it's a different form of cosplay.
0: Yeah, a form of cosplay. All right, and also to add to that, since we're leaving off and we talked about Superman. Just wanna say, would you recommend any Superman media to actually check out? Superman or comic check. book, movie, no matter. Just something Superman related that you would want to.
2: Um, I go back to All Star Superman. Because um I well, I'll do the the animated movie only even though the comic book's way better, a lot of people may not read the comic. And that's just how people, you know, it's how people consume media.
0: It's, it's, it's it's gateway, they, gateway.
2: Yeah, it, it may make you want to read the comic book because there's more story that was left out so you can read the comic book and get all the rest of the story. But uh, Lex Luthor's speech at the end and the realization at the end is worth watching it for. Okay.
0: Mr. V, where can people find you at? Actually, you know what? You're the birthday boy. You're going last You can find me at XXLeoXR2D2XX On Instagram Um, If I could say one Superman thing to check out I would say check out the Superman Earth One It's, It's A good way to understand what the Man of Steel Comes from How he It's the same typical story It's just the dialogue The dialogue is written very well and that's what I enjoy about it. It humanized Superman for me, so that's why I felt like I also had to jump and read more Superman. Like I feel like if you understand the human nature, the human side of of the Man of Steel himself, of Cla- Clark Kent himself, mm-hmm. I think you wouldn't, en- you will love Superman even more. So, Mr.
3: boy. Hey, look for me on the internet.
0: It's still so goddamn enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Consider I said the like first. ELCID, the first. And yeah, I guess I'll go back to the one I talked about earlier. It's just a single issue of Superman comic, but the name, I, I, I cannot remember the issue number, but the name of the story is What's So Funny About Truth, Justice in the American Way, because it just it's another thing that goes to the root of Superman and how you just want to try to be the best of everything that you can be. You don't have to just go kill somebody and say that they can never be rehabilitated or whatever, you know, you, you have to have the hope and faith in humanity
3: to to try and get people to be better.
0: Yeah. Alright, and for the entire podcast, you can find us at Jim if you screw this one up. <laughs> uh, you, uh, nope. You've been on this podcast long enough, you should already know this. If you yep. don't, just knock Insta- your head
2: nope. no. You find you on Instagram on the Nimrod Generation and on Twitter. Oh, Nimrod Generation Podcast on I'm sorry. Just do it. I'm sorry. All right, hold on. We're gonna do this again. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the full name. I thought it was Nimrod Generation.
0: Oh yeah, it is podcast.
2: Podcast. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> one
0: word. To stress the one word.
2: is all one. Yeah. Oh, one word. I've always read it as two. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, Nimrod Generation <laughs> is just two words, but how yeah. you how you have to write it down
2: for people. Oh. to... See, I didn't know that. <laughs> that's that's, that's extra stuff I didn't know. I always read it as one, as, as two words. All right, you, can, all you right. can find us or you can find everyone at Nimrod Generation Podcast, one word, all together, on Instagram and on Twitter, correct? You're also available um, on Anchor, correct? Awesome. Mm. Spotify. Oh, you're on Spotify now. I use Anchor.
0: We've always been on Spotify.
2: <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm late. <laughs> check the Spotify's. Check I the think Anchors. Spotify.
1: Don't go swimming with Anchors. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't go swimming with Anchors. You ain't Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care
1: what kind of train regimen your guy at the gym says. Don't swim with Anchors.
0: Maybe if he is Black Adam himself. He could probably do it. And I don't
2: mean The Rock. Yeah, not The Rock. Oh, actually, uh, before we go, since you brought up Black Adam, the rumor is Superman may be in it. And there's a new um, TV. Apparently,
0: apparently he was supposed to be in Shazam himself in the movie, too. All we saw was an upper neck.
2: That's because of, like, filming and stuff and Witcher. But, like, just a deal in general with the contract. But... There's been rumors that Superman is going to be in Black Adam. The rocks agent is the same agent of Henry Cavill. And also the newest TV spot. There's a scene in which um, Black Adam says, there's no one on this earth that can stop me.
3: So it's kind of interesting.
2: We'll see.
0: I mean, Black Adam can wipe the floor with Superman, though.
2: I mean I've seen him we've seen him fight before, it's pretty even. But still, um we know that all needs Shazam's help.
0: He always needs Shazam.
2: Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing. I think um it's just, like I think Black Adam is going to be an anti hero. So they might fight to a stalemate. That's what I'm assuming is gonna happen.
1: Well, he's got to have Shazam's help because of the whole magic
2: thing. Yeah, that's true. Well,
0: Superman's I, vulnerable to magic.
2: Yeah, but I don't think um, Shazam's he's not going to be in this movie because I know that he is going to face off against Black Adam or have a movie with Black Adam in the future.
0: Uh, isn't that not that in this one, but the next one? It should be the next one.
2: It's going to be the next one. They're going to be together. Um, so I'm assuming it's just I don't think he's going to beat Superman, but I think they're going to fight to a stalemate. And this
0: is the episode ended about like I don't know how many seconds, a minute two ago. And see, this is what we, we always do. <laughs> so with that being said, honestly, thank you guys for listening and we'll just keep talking about whatever. Keep in touch and we'll 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 keep talking shit later on in the next episodes. You. Come on, mate. It's your birthday. You got you. That 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 that's it. Yep. <laughs> Should we let him slide, Jim? Should we uh, it's it's slide? Too- let him slide?
3: Yeah,
1: is- what the hell you want me to do?
3: Wolf, wolf. <laughs> do it, do it.
1: Woof, woof.
4: for myself I drank up all-